Welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. I'm Jay Late Night Larson. And I'm Lyndon Chalky Cabellion. In each episode, we will be talking to different surfers and surf shops to learn more about them and their passion for surfing. We will be diving deep into their experiences as well as their involvement and contributions to their local communities. Be sure to check out our website and Instagram feed for updates on future shows. Thank you for your support and we look forward to sharing these great stories with you. Friends and family, brothers and sisters, welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. We're sitting here with HB legend Timmy Reyes in his home, I guess, what, Magnolia? No, we're on Newland. Newland. Smokestacks. Smokestacks. The Smokestacks. The Smokestacks. Welcome to the show, Timmy. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. You know, we're neighbors, right? I live straight down Newland, right um, off of Miramar. So is it a flare distance? A flare or? distance. Maybe not even that. And I'm a rock throw distance from Pizza D, so I'm like right there too. So we're neighbors. Thanks for uh, having us here today. Um, before we talk about the here and now, let's talk about the early beginnings of Timmy Reyes and how you found the love of surfing. Yeah, HP Grom. How old were you when you first started? I actually really don't know that question because my my dad. This is fucking over. No, my 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 dad was a quite a young, uh, you know, he. I was a young kid with basically a young kid that was my dad. Oh, okay. So they were like my mom and dad had me when they were like uh, sixteen, seventeen, seventeen, like really young. So like they were. My dad was going surfing. My mom was like into the beach. So. Um, we were constantly It's a great there. start. Yeah. You, we you grew up on the beach. Uh, I am actually from, I was born in West Covina, Covina, mm-hmm. and then we lived in like, in and around like Covina and like San Bernardino, and, and then eventually when I turned nine, I moved to the beach with, uh, with my parents, and we're in the same house now, still. No way. Wow. So was your dad into surfing like when he was a grom too, or, and... Um, he but, started, but a lived bit, inland. He started a bit later, um, and then once he got like the bug, he started like coming to the beach every weekend when he had work off, and then shaping his own surfboards. Wow, and, rad! Um, I didn't even know. I mean, I think he didn't even wear a wetsuit half the time. So, like, yeah, Greg, Greg Mungle style. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not sure about the funds that were available for my dad with like having two kids and. And loving something like so, this, so it's pretty yeah. cool. Did he shape you a board, your first board, or did you just get a hand-me-down out of the shop? Like, uh... Oh, my first board was a boogie board. <laughs> Standard right here. And, um, and, you know, you ride it, and then you and then you start standing up on it, and, and then you're like... You're like, I mastered this, what's next? <laughs> Let's do this. And, and then your dad like, said, you know what, you're, you're too good for that. We just started Here's stealing his board off the beach, and... Um, yeah. And then uh, started surfing that board and getting launched into waves. And then um, I think when uh, I, I think once I started swimming better, then we started talking about getting a surfboard for myself. Yeah. Um, and then it was about um, nine years old when I was here. So I'm like, hey, I'm swimming good. Like, you know, my dad just got me like a pretty cool surfboard. I think like a year before that or something. Do you remember what age you were when you first stood up on a wave? I couldn't even, I couldn't even remember. Maybe it was four years old. Wow. Yeah. Um, 
That explains it. <laughs> Probably doing spinners in the boogie board onto the beach. And yeah. yeah, I mean, just standing, kook of the day stuff. <laughs> standing up on a boogie was kind of the first, yeah, step for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was safe, right? Yeah. I think was Huntington the place that you, your dad took you when you were Yeah, there? I remember most of the time, like, it was, like, somewhere between, like, the pier and, like, Magnolia, yeah. which is kind of funny that we're here. Yeah. Um, and I just always remember, like, it being, like, a little gloomy, always coming to, like, we're used to being, like, in the, the warmer you know, the cold, but clear always yeah. inland. And then you come to the beach, and it's always a bit overcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I just kind of remember like the smell and the taste and the yeah. whole thing it was, was pretty a uh, cool thing. Nice. Were, were, were you hooked? Like just the beach, like vibe, like building sandcastles to beach, to swimming to like... I thought it was just like we did that every weekend. That it was, was just normal. like just a normal thing to do. Yeah. And then um, like midweek, uh, um, I was really into like baseball and like doing cool stuff like baseball and um and moto um i was always into motocross and charging on that thing with my dad he's like he's got a 450 and i've got my 80 wide open (laughs) chasing him down uh but is that like a 10 11 years old or yeah 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 like or younger even younger wow um my dad's always had me do crazy crazy things because he's always in the bed in the sports and stuff so I've kind of always kind of followed right behind him yeah. and, and I, like, I enjoy golf because my dad played golf after work, yeah. had a couple of quiet beers and go walk around and that was kind of what he did. Yeah. And now I, I'm pretty good at it. Sick. <laughs> Every, yeah. I mean, golf and surfing and, and the... Kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah. Very, <laughs> yeah. Cha- very challenging. Yeah. You, know, you got the weather and the elements, even though the course is there, but the conditions change and... They say like surfers are like the best putters and like some of the best ones to pick up the sport uh, later in life too like yeah. some of the best ones I still suck there's, some, there's, some, there's definitely some good examples out there of people of surfers yeah. that you know yeah so, so did you start like doing the WSAs and SSAs and stuff like as a when wait, when did you feel like you're like or your dad say damn you're you're pretty good Timmy like, um you've got yeah it was really, like uh I when did you realize you're like, man, I, I think I'm pretty good at this. Yeah, I so, want a new custom, Dad. I've been in the surf shops, and I want that. <laughs> after, like, a, a, a while, like, living here, like, there was, like, a couple summers, like, of just learning how to surf, like, surf. Yeah. Like, I'm a total kook, but, like, um, there was a few really good surfer kids in town. And mm-hmm. I could name, uh, you know, Micah Byrne was... Was yeah. one of the one of my favorite people to watch surf. For sure. At that age, he was better than everyone. Yeah, he was, he was, he was really. And, um, and he's still like a little phenomenon. Yeah, no, I was like, geez, like that guy's so good. I, I'm like a kook, like I could barely like. <laughs> I had like super wide stance, dropping down and purling on the waves, you know, like total dork. But like, and he's going upside down under the lip in waves you're like okay that guy's really good but <laughs> that's um, what makes you better right like yeah having, no. having guys to look up to and almost like competitively yeah you know, inside like drive you to, to to get better yeah um you, you know and then like uh and he lived right to, he right, down right the, up the street yeah right yeah. down the street and um uh after as you write your life story you're far from finished Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. 
Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I think a couple years of riding across the street and yeah. my parents, you know, said, okay, you can ride across the street. Just leave a note when before you leave. And, and I kind of figured, I was like, you know what? I feel I can catch more waves in Newport. Yeah. Um, because it's closer to the beach. Yep. I could surf more, N- not like paddle so much. Right. Um, I mean, when you're, it's hard to when, paddle when you're grown, especially duck diving was like the biggest <laughs> challenge ever. It's so hard. It, it breaks far out there at Huntington Beach and, and we have a lot of current. So it was just a lot for me. Yeah. I just, so I started actually. Um, who, dra- t- who turned you on to Newport? Uh, I don't know exactly how that turned out. Maybe it was Micah and his dad. Um, hmm. Ralph taking me on like one or two trips by the car over there. Yeah, I was just like, I like the way that breaks. Yeah. And because usually people kick Groms from Huntington migrate to the pier. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just liked that it was closer to the beach. Yeah. yeah. And I'm with you, man. And yeah. like I could bail my board like three or four times, and I'm almost out to the line. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, this is cool. And um, no, I'm, I'm I hear you. I got a ten year old. I'm trying to get out in the water, <laughs> and I'm like. It's challenging in Huntington with the how far and the currents and stuff. Yeah. Newport. The waves break so much farther out. And, you know, when it's big, it's kind of brutal. Yes. Um, I remember, so the last, my last straw for like Huntington was like, I got caught inside like for, I don't know, like it seemed an hour the entire time. <laughs> and like drifting out to the peak and it's just like terrifying. And then, you're just a young little kook out in the water and there's like locals back then localism was kind of real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, they're like, fuck you girl. <laughs> Get out of the way. And you're like, Oh my God, I'm dying. <laughs> Help me. Don't throw your board in front of them. <laughs> so, um, we won't uh, mention anybody's names, but yeah, there's some heavy dudes that were out there that, you know, you just didn't want to be around and didn't want to paddle next to or yeah they they weren't that encouraging like helping you push you into waves and like hey go on this one grom they're like yeah you're not getting any sets just get, get just get out of my way <laughs> so yeah newport just kind of turned on to me and hey um i ended up catching like i mean so like my favorite waves so like 34th street was my favorite left-hander yeah and um and i just like was that was my hangout there, and I was surfed with like Punker Pat, and like, mm. and he was like a bit older than me. And you know, when you're three or four years older than some other kid, you're that much better. Like you're just oh, way sure. better. Big and difference. Like Dave Post, and yeah. there was just all these like just random people who I met in my life just because 
when I was a little kid, I wrote over there, Makai McKenna. Yeah. Um, all these really cool, um, really good surfers um, that just been like, you know, they're life friends. Yeah. And um, that's, I think that's why I got better at surfing. Yeah. Do, do you feel looking, hindsight, looking back, like having that Newport type of wave where you got to be extremely quick to your feet, which is really hard as a, a kid learning how to surf, like getting that edge I mean, in that mm-hmm. rail and not going straight. You, I mean, you could pretty much got to jump up and bite that rail yeah. or you're getting pitched or you're purling. So, uh-huh. I mean, it's always your skills early. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it, I think that was just kind of like, like I said, just, I rather just go out and be able to catch waves yeah. instead of get pounded, uh, pounded by a hundred waves on the outside. And like, I don't even, it's just white water to the scut to the horizon. <laughs> you're like, where yeah. am I in this water? Yeah. Um, so it was just easier. And I think just throughout the years of doing that, I just kind of found my niche at, what I, where I could get get stronger yeah. and surf more waves, and then once you know it's time to you know to surf with the big boys again, maybe I can impress them in like a week or two later. Yeah, because yeah. when you're a kid, you you um, progress quick, really fast. Yeah, and um, I'm still like, waiting for when Lynn to progress. <laughs> it's been I don't know way too long. It's kids, bro. <laughs> I don't think there's. There's plenty of impressive moments between the three of us here, and we're pretty good. Pretty good at what we like to do. Wait, say that again. Landon, <laughs> <laughs> you're right, bro. Um, um, but yeah, like um, the funny thing is, is um, I actually um, it was funny. Um, so riding down uh, the PCH uh, down the hill, just past the River Jays into Newport. Um, um, Dave Friesen at Green Room. Yep. Green Room. Um, Which one was Green Room? And um, uh, behind Jack in the Box. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Was, It was even more closer to Frog House. Actually. Okay. Uh, Is that your first surf shop? Uh yeah. Cool. Um, uh, they came. They uh, yelled at me. A couple guys yelled at me. Um, like, cause they see me ride my bike every afternoon around like probably four o'clock to get back home to dinner or, or do my homework or whatever it is I had to do. Um, like, Hey kid, like get your, put your butt over here or whatever. Just something I couldn't hear. So like go over there and like, Whoa, cool. These guys are rad. Like, and, um, my first hookup with the surf shop was the green room. Sick. And, um, Dave Friesen, you said? Friesen and, um, a couple of other people were were part of this that were that I still know today. Yeah, and um, and that was like a first thing, and we talked to the shaper, which was uh, Dean uh, Cleary. Mm. Oh yeah, um, and he shaped my boards through all my pretty much amateur years um, until like I got sponsored by Kaiten, and then. It was all this stuff happened before actually uh, properly competing. Um, you were sponsored before you mm-hmm. needed to compete. Yeah, that's pretty rad. Did the sponsors like say, "Hey, you should do these contests," or was it your friends that were doing it that and kind of like inspired you? Like whether it's the Micas or the yeah. Kai's or Dave so wait, Coast? did did those guys see you in the water and they're like, 
Yeah. It's freaking pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get to know him and then <laughs> yeah. let's get him on our boards. Yeah, it was pretty cool. We, we gotta like get a... him off this six six like old board and <laughs> no, <I'm> just... <laughs> no, actually I I remember my board. It was actually um one of my first boards that like learning how to surf, like that was my personal own. It was like this nineteen eighties, like three and a half inch thick. Yeah. Five eight plug with no rocker <laughs> like actually i wish i had things still it was like this day glow like red and pink and whatever the hell color purple it was just all kinds of these it was just i just remember this is this crazy board pot potter you know colors or or Dino, yeah Dino, 100% or like, potter style yeah. like, like um, could barely put my arm around it Thank like you. so crazy. that's pretty cool you got sponsored before you even had i mean it just Saw you in the water and they're like, this kid's pretty good. I think we need to sponsor him. Yeah, I was pretty organic the way yeah. it kind of happened. Because I don't, I don't know anybody that really gets sponsored without like having to prove themselves. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. No, it was a super organic one. I think they, I think uh, more they probably felt sorry for my surfboard and my <laughs> and me riding by my bike every every day back home from Newport yeah. and just putting. Because the there's time. no bike racks back then, right? Or did you have a bike rack? Um, I, I had bike racks. Yeah. I had like a three wheeler. <laughs> there was all kinds of random stuff. <laughs> um, and uh, what was it? Uh, yeah. Um, and then you know, obviously, like I was in school, so I met Micah pretty young. Um, and you guys knew, go to I knew or, we or went to uh, Sours. Sours and um, Kettler. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I knew it was open. I, I lived around the block from Kettler. Yeah. yeah. I remember Kettler, and, and that's when I knew, like, that's kind of when we first met each other. Um, and I knew that he was, like, a really good surfer. Just saw him in the water. I'm like, oh, that kid goes there. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> um, and just, like, it was pretty cool, like, because he was that good, and he stayed good, and pretty much has a, a huge um, reason of why I got so good because I wanted to be like that. Yeah. And, um, which is cool about like the, the beach culture, you hang out and you're going to see like the aspiring pros, the pros, just the local rippers. And you're going to find kids that go to different schools because the world's so small. And when you're only at your school, that's pretty much the only crew you hang out with unless you're on a sports team. And then, you know, it might bridge that gap at the beach. This brings everybody. And totally. I mean, luckily you went to the same school as Micah because, I mean, there's not a lot of yeah. He kids. indirectly affected yeah, like totally your course in, in your career. hundred percent, right? yeah. So um, so you were what like 12, 13 years old when the whole Dean Cleary and yeah yeah around eleven, twelve, thirteen, um, and then so do you remember like that day where like hey come in here. I talk just, to you. I just remember like want yeah, to sponsor you. Wanted to hang out there all the time. Nice. And like all these board, these beautiful surfboards and the racks. I was just like di- like drooling like surf movie playing on Whoa. the TV every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like these guys are playing cool and drinking beer. <laughs> I'm like yes, this is cool. <laughs> and um, you know, uh, hot chicks walking in the summertime, and you're just this little grom. Where where was it? Um, was it next to... It's just right down the street from Frog House. It was actually more just in south. By of the liquor guys. store? 
um, or the other? just south of the liquor store, even okay. where the coffee shop is now. Okay. Yeah. Vacancy. Yeah. yeah. Where Banks is. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't even remember. I know. I don't remember that. Um, I have tunnel vision. <laughs> but yeah, it was such a cool uh, experience. And then um, uh, NSA Junior actually came out. And that's kind of what was my first role of actually like... Starting to serve contests? What was the... Because yeah. they all, you know, WSA to NSA, they all have like different age brackets almost. You yeah. Know? Like even though, you know, what was juniors? Like 13 to 15 or under... 14 or I think I was Menahunis, which was uh, like under 12 under 12 and yeah. I think I like was 11 12 when I started and then that's when um, you started surfing contests yeah I think okay. so and then it just kind of like it was so weird because I just got way better when I just got sponsored sort of thing and and then I was just like this much far behind the best guys but like my dad always brought me in like big surf mm-hmm. and like because every day is big when you're a grom every day. <laughs> you're like big. it's double overhead today. Short break was oh overhead every day <laughs> and um could have been el nino a year too <laughs> maybe um and um so i would just got used to surfing with my dad and and we went to um the first point break i've ever surfed was san miguel such a good one. Um, and my first time with surfing was they didn't have like booties and kid oh. sizes. So I, I was just like, oh boy. I'm like, I just figured out how to paddle really good. And I know I can make it out through the rocks. And just like, I'm like, dude, there's rocks. I'm like, I hate rocks. <laughs> <laughs> and just threw some van shoes on and went surfing with my van shoes on. And I was like, yes. Smart. <laughs> my God. Life hack right luckily, there. Luckily, luckily didn't roll an ankle. <laughs> So, um, so San Miguel's technically your first surf trip. Was that your first little surf uh, trip? Oh, all through Baja, my dad took us when we were kids. So, um, I don't even remember the first time I went to Baja. Um, we were just probably one or two years old. Yeah, love Baja. But Um, but you're like when you're surfing and you 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 remember like okay like I can surf now and I'm able to surf with my dad out in the lineup. Totally. Yeah. I, I owe a lot to like San Miguel and yeah and Mexico how I feel about the waves and um and how it kind of designed me as a surfer for sure yeah I mean um, we, <laughs> uncrowded un, well San Miguel's crowded but I mean for the most part you go down there you're just used to surfing Huntington Newport all these spots you're like wow there's so many people you go south of the border and you're like well the crowd's gone <laughs> yeah. wow the waves are pumping. Yeah. You know, always cold, but the mm-hmm. waves are pumping. Mm-hmm. Always, it could be in the middle of the summer and you're like, is it, why is it this cold down here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny when when people actually like, they're like, we're in Baja, it's supposed to be warm. Yeah, no. No, <laughs> it could be really cold. Um, when you started competing, did you have success right away? Even though you're competing against, you know, guys that were, that you felt were better at the time, that you're aspiring to be, but... I did okay. Yeah. Um, time limit was always my thing. Like I just didn't understand time yet. Yeah. Uh, but I did okay, and um, uh, I made like a bunch of the finals and stuff. And it was just like really hard for me to catch because it was three waves of the beach, pretty much, and beach starts. So uh, the it, by design, it was a lot harder and physical. 
Um, and, um, but, uh, my favorite surfers were my best friends. So yeah. that was super cool to be able to kind of guide myself, uh, walk, like rate myself with them. Kind of like, okay, I'm last year I was like way worse than they are. And well, this year I'm like worse, but I'm not way worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's called growth, man. Growth. I'm, I'm, I'm like, not way worse or way, way worse. I'm just worse. <laughs> I'm like, but I could say I sucked before. That. <laughs> um, uh, I, I just saw like uh, myself slowly catching up and uh, through maturity and like Experience. also through the waves I like to ride. And some days... Um, because of the waves I did like to ride with my dad, I would do better because I liked like better waves or, yeah. you know, but still you're a grommet and you can get caught inside for 15 minutes during your heat <laughs> and you're like, oh, dude, I couldn't make it out. <laughs> um, <Happened> many times. <laughs> and, um, uh, I would just say over the years, like I, I remember just the one heat of my life, uh, which really took a turn for me. It was at River Jetties, and that's kind of like, you know, between here and the pier is where I live. RJ's in the pier. That's kind of yeah, my choice. Exactly. My bicycle. Yeah. Like I, if it's clean, I'm going to RJ's. If it's windy, I'm gonna go to the pier after school. Um, and I just remember having like, you know, I was like 13, and um, Micah was in the heat with me, and he was shredding. And I just remember just like having that feeling like you're doing something good. And we came in and I won my heat. And I was like... You beat Micah. Yeah, like for the first time. And I was like, wow, like that's pretty cool. I didn't even care if I won the event after that. I was like, whatever. Like, um, You're like, I just finally beat Micah. Yeah. No, but I, re I remember it like because like, it's someone who I looked up to. Yeah. And... and that's an um, insane milestone, you know? And just like, it, I don't know, like I wasn't as good as him still yet. It just happened. Yeah. It's because the contest, you know, like just time and whatever. But um, I remember getting second at that event to um, another guy, Anthony Petruso. Oh, yeah. And Malibu. During his time, actually, he was uh, definitely one of the best, best kids. And he likes like big waves, too. Yeah. Uh, because his shaper at the time was Ken Bradshaw. That's right. Later, I traveled to the North Shore um, a few years later than I, my first time, but with him instead at Ken Bradshaw's house. That's how I met Ken. Um, and that kind of started a whole other thing together as friends and Hawaii in general. Yeah. So you, you did the amateur contest, but you weren't like fully competing right you just competed whenever you felt like it or were you I like did, fully immersed in it you like, didn't aspire to be on the national team or were you or u.s no team or, I, like, I wasn't part of the u.s team or national team i just never really kind of i wasn't I was your just, emphasis no i was just trying to get better because yeah. i felt like i was just always a little bit behind and just try to do different things to get better at my at my sport basically mm -hmm. or my hobby and um uh um, until I was 16 years old, that's when I kind of went full on with it and 17. And then that was pretty much the end of my thing. And I ended up winning like, I think now was still like the second most 
events in a row or the most events in a row in a year. It was something like 14 events in a row I won. You won? Wow. Yeah. yeah it was, it was in an NSSA? In an NSSA, yeah. Sick. Something. And that's yeah. what kind of launched you 13, into, the next, into the next phase of your, your career. Yeah. So what I did is, um, you know, uh, a new sponsorship came towards me after. Can we can we go backwards real, yeah. real quick? So your first, sponsor, first surf shop sponsor was the Green Room. Green Room, yeah. And... And you rode for Dean Cleary surfboards. Uh huh. World explosion. Yeah. yeah I remember, that I remember was the, the logo. Yeah. Uh-huh. There was earth and it was breaking apart and there was an X. It's right. kind of like an X. Yeah. I remember that logo. Good boards. Sick boards. Yeah. 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 And then they were all did over. you have a clothing sponsor or? Um, Katen was my first okay. uh, uh, sponsor. And um, who, who were you dealing with Rubber. then? It was uh, Bill Sharp. Oh, nice. Yeah, Bill Sharp was my first sponsor. Awesome. And, um, do, do you remember when he approached you and said, "Hey, you're a ripping kid"? <laughs> I actually really don't remember it too well, but I just remember like the the putting the logo on my surfboard. Yeah, yeah. And, like for the first time, and like, wow, I got this on my board. This is so cool. Like, yeah. I just got free clothes. Yeah. I'm like. I'm not have to wear those shitty clothes that mom and dad bought me. <laughs> right? Yeah. See, like... I get to choose of what I want to wear. Yeah. <laughs> for, for a lot of people that are listening, that will be listening to this, right? Like, they don't... A lot of the, people. They don't know that feeling of like, holy shit. Yeah. I ride for this company, this cool surf brand, and all I have to do is surf and put a sticker on my board and I'm going to get free clothes. Like, yeah. You it's know, a it's a parents, once a quarter like, or twice a quarter or whatever. I can just walk through the warehouse and pick whatever I want. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. That's when, a cool feeling, right? When you, when you went and got that eight or ten or twelve item box of clothes, <laughs> I mean, it just probably like yeah, both like you you were making it like you were somebody. You're yeah. super stoked, and then speaking on a parent's behalf is like, wow, that just saved your parents a ton of money, a ton of bucks, a yeah. ton of box. <laughs> Of, of yeah. having to go to the store, you know, so it kind of made them happy, made you just to so the moon. How long did you ride for uh, Cleary and, and Caton? Um, Dean, I rode with for I think about four years, and just kind of things just happened really quick for me. Um, I, and then I started riding for my dad actually. Nice. Um, uh, and he started making his own surfboards or brand. Um, and uh, Jack Sykes actually shaped my surfboards. Okay, lineup. Um, and um, because my Jack shaped boards for my dad, and then my dad, and my dad loved them. And um, uh, what was the company called? Uh, it's called Wacked, W H A C T, and it was just a small little like diamond logo. Like, okay, can really look like bear, almost bear, in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, and then Jack kind of got into me, and I was just like competing with these surfboards, and at like a pretty high level. And this is when I started like traveling a lot more, and like as a Grom, and just kind of charging it pretty hard, like Mexico and, and just kind of yeah, Hawaii. Like everything Hawaii. When, when was your first trip to Hawaii? Uh, I was twelve years old. Okay. Yeah. Was, with the fam or with no sponsors with with Kate and yeah yeah, yeah. and. I ended up doing really well there, um, and just like I just remember, there was a, uh, I was there with Jason Bogle, 
Yeah, oh, yeah. I love Bogle. And was Ryan Simmons on Caton? Yep. Was and he at the same time as you? I think he might have been. I think he might have been. Or just after. Yeah. Um, and Pacheco. And yeah. Like, I met a lot of people in that little 12 years old to 16 years old over so there wrote, that like, are still part of for, my life. For four years, too? Yeah. Oh. And um, uh, Craig Silver stole me um, uh, last year of basically high school going into my first year kind of like a pro amateur yeah was it Robbie Todd or was it somebody else um Miller it was Strider it was Miller yeah Todd Miller and uh Todd Klein Todd Klein yeah Yeah. Todd was there and um those two guys kind of made it possible for me to kind of like travel around the world and see new things experience all kinds of ups and downs as a young pro surfer and so is that when you turn pro um I kind of like was already doing events as a I did as a like a uh, high school student. Okay. And just like did pretty good a few times because I still like that was at the start of like that pro junior stuff. Yeah. And did pretty good during some of those pro juniors. And um, during the pro juniors, there were sometimes the the big pro events, and sometimes I did good at both of them. Sometimes I just did terrible because of you know learning how to travel and then being like your own mom and dad yourself yeah and like who to surround yourself with so it's pretty like it was a difficult thing and um like who to travel with was like the best like yeah okay i'm here to go surfing but i'm like also like want to go like and check out the place you know super cool um so um of course like you're just this little kid getting dragged along to parties and and um, you're like, it's 4 a.m. and I got to surf. <laughs> and you're like, you're grown. You're like, I just want to go to sleep. <laughs> just getting hassled by all the older dudes. Like, yeah. Showing um, you the rope. And, you know, just getting just getting torn a new one. It just happens. I think Jay <laughs> feels bad about that. I, yeah. <laughs> in hindsight. Yeah. So was the, like, Panasonic tour or whatever, you know, the local, like, QS tour in America, was that not, you kind of came into pro events after that kind of was just, done just kind of came into pro surfing a so there wasn't a lot of that. Yeah. a lot of opportunity on regional or america events outside of u.s open or right the pro juniors so like my first really uh, my first pro event was really like outside of like school when you know everything was said and done like and it was like that's something i can kind of look forward to and concentrate at it was um Argentina and like Mario del Plata I showed up and it was like the smallest waves I've ever seen and <laughs> and like and I could I didn't have a room for a week because during like carnival season so crowded. so it was blowing up and there's nowhere to yeah. stay there's like slept under the scaffolding yeah and just partied all night and people, that was my first event yeah. <laughs> there, there, there were like for how many days Oh, like six days. Oh yeah. my God. But it was you were what, 16, 17 years old? Yeah, maybe 18, yeah, 17 or 18 years but, old, yeah. But there they just, I mean, the whole beach turned into rave parties and people partied till the sunlight came up and it was, yeah. It was <laughs> a party just town. got unloaded to the, <laughs> to the belly That's like the, the hardest beast. one, yeah. It was the hardest, Is that it, was probably the gnarliest event. Like, was it was it disappointing to go, okay, like, I'm flying all the way to, like, Argentina or Uruguay because there was the rip or reef 
trifecta down there where they had like an event in Uruguay, your event, uh, the Mar de Plata in Argentina. Yeah. And then there was like Brazil and you go all the way down there and there's like no ways. Were you tripping? Yeah, it was a lot different. I mean, I didn't really expect that. I thought it'd be like something like home. Like, yeah. Oh, like there's waves. Like we surf. We're lucky because California actually off the little jetty and do we the, don't like, get best. We don't get the best waves, but it's consistent. We have waves. We can ride. I just never was yeah. really experienced like Flat. not being able to surf. And there's a contest <laughs> being held. Like literally, you can't surf. Yeah. So and what happened with your uh, hotel? You don't. We're Groms. We didn't book ahead. We're just we, no idea. And like, do you remember who you were traveling with? Um, I think it was with Anthony, Anthony Petruso and like a couple of the guys. They found like a couple holes in the wall or something. And like, slept in the closet of some place. And um, <coughs> I think later I found like a couple of the Hawaiian boys like um, just where I could sleep go on the floor, a, take a nap yeah. in the midday. Like, oh my god, you guys like. Can I like go to your room, take a nap for a little bit, <laughs> like get away from the beach in the sun? Yeah, it's so, hot down there. Um, yeah, there were some, uh, you know, a lot of learning curves in the, yeah. the young career, and like, I think um, after my first kind of like half year doing, it, I just did half a year my first year, just because I was like, I need to learn a lot more. So yeah, um, just kind of took a year, a year, maybe even two, on just like traveling and surfing and just like getting better. Because I was nowhere near where I needed to be. I knew that. Like, um, you know, like, I just remember hearing, like, Taj Barrow basically, like, waved off his first so heavy. time, like, like qualifying on the world tour. He's just yeah. like, no, I just, I'm not as good as I want to be. Or, like, I can't do it yet. Yeah, he was the first ever, like, to do that. And it was crazy. Like, his we were talent all... was pretty ridiculous. Oh, well, he was ridiculous. I mean, super talented, super good competitor. Like, he would just win events win events he was yeah i'm, I'm gonna just hold off yeah can can you i'll take this <laughs> yeah i suck can i take that spot no yeah. was, i mean it's good for him he knew his place and um he wanted to you know get on tour not fall off the tour like some other you know struggling you know rookie so he's like i'm gonna wait which is crazy yeah but it worked out yeah so i mean i took a couple of years to kind of give myself um a really really good chance and so like when I showed up, I was a little bit more mature, and I did some more like photos, photo stuff, video, photo trips, and um, and um, did by you? then O'Neill um, uh, started sponsoring me, and um, was after it, was it? after Quicksilver and okay, and um, it was just um, Garth Tarlow kind of like had his hands on me pretty good, and my dad did too, and he's just they're just like okay, well if this is something you want to do, then then you know give yourself the time and you know let's just let's just do it right and yeah. like, all right cool yeah. um garth's a good dude to have in your corner to yeah ed- educate yeah. you to prepare you for the contest and just like the tour everything you know like he, he well he experienced it he, firsthand he, too he, and, yeah and he knew a lot of really good surfers and um i felt like he believed in me so it was like i almost had two dads basically yeah because garth would travel quite a bit with me as well and um, my dad still worked like a 15 hour job, you know, like a day. So it was like he was just gnarly. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, so that was like my other dad. And um, how old were you when you switched from Quicksilver to, or? I was 17. I was only with Quick for like two years. Okay. Um, uh, Garth stole me pretty quickly. Um, he saw, he saw the potential. Yeah. 
it was just we did a Hawaii trip together and and um, uh, hit it off. Yeah, we hit it off pretty well, and and we surfed like with some of his better pros like Corey and yeah. Corey Lopez and um, uh, Roy Powers actually, and um, a couple of guys so that or Archie even too. That's um, right, Archie rode for O'Neill for a while. Huh? Yeah, yeah, and so. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I was uh, on my second year. I qualified on onto uh, the tour, and um, gave it a pretty good run. Um, I never gave up, but I did terrible for the first four events. And um, as expected, you're just what man on oh, man. This is something that I've been like dreaming of, but like just he couldn't you figure it your, out. Do you remember your first heat or what contest? And oh what yeah, uh, Denny will smoked me at Snapper. And <laughs> he's like, just like came off like a world title like, or like almost competing for a world title. So that was pretty, uh, I knew what I was up against. So, um, it is what it is. And, yeah. um, I remember, I don't even think I didn't even really ride any waves. It was just kind of like a small snapper day, but he got, he picked some, uh, he knew which rides. ones. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I knew that I was going to get smoked. <laughs> um, uh, I learned a lot that year, um, uh, best result was um, best result was J Bay. I got third at J Bay. Um, In the whole thing, mm-hmm. dude. Um, so I just like, I just needed something there that like, to stay in in it and like just like, like I was there and just like just nothing matched up. I had like four fourth place or last places and a couple seventeenths <clears throat> and then like a third. You know, like, yeah. and I was just like, okay. But that was a, a third in the best wave, one of the best waves in the world. Yeah. Like, to be able to place that when high. It was pumping. It was, uh, I remember. Such, the wave is It was about, it never got under double overhead for the entire Was that time. man on man too? Yeah. Dude. Um, who, who did you fall against? Oh, man. Um, uh, oh, uh, who beat me? Yeah. Uh, Kelly beat me in the semi- semis, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I gave him a really good run, and uh, I'm gonna have to YouTube that clip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that that year. I pissed him off. Yeah, I pissed him off because I was like, I, I just kept pally at the point. I'm like, I'll pal the fucking, I'll pal the bone yards. I don't give a fuck, and I'm gonna make it all the way down, and I'm gonna get barrel in front of you. <laughs> like, yeah, because it just, um, like I said, so, it's like, uh, did I owe a lot this to Baja because. Um, back in the day, um, San Miguel used to break quite a bit different than what it is now. Yeah. It actually used to barrel a, quick, a, lot, a lot more. Yeah. Barrel and then wrap around the low growing and, and like, it looked yeah. like J Bay. Yeah. It actually, like, super fast. Looked like J Bay. Now it's a bit, it's a lot mushier and slower, yeah. but still a good way. Um, and I just remember just like the feeling of, like uh felt at home being like, there yeah. like i was just like i'm in my full suit i i'm super but you weren't, happy you weren't wearing yeah. vans though this time no <laughs> definitely not vans this time and just like i just remember like it didn't matter um i i actually don't even remember who i surfed with the entire time because the waves are pumping yeah so hard yeah. uh that you never saw the guy you were surfing against you just heard scores you're just like yeah, the, the the playing field or you know the, the arena is so big and it's only two of you out. Like, what it was is, that? What was the score? Do you remember? 
What's that? Between you and Kelly. Um, I ended up not catching very many great waves. I think I got a 14-point total, and he got like a 16-point total. That's fucking um, close, dude. But it was just kind of those... High eights and It was just sevens? like one of those weird uh, days at um, at J-Bay where it wasn't like barreling. It was just kind of like a like slopey style wave. Yeah. Um, I think the tide was a little too low as well. There's something that was going on, but... Um, you but gave it a... I, mean, I gave it a good effort, dude. and um, and it was just like that's impressive, right? Against yeah, no, I was Kelly Slater, pumped. sixteen and fourteen. I mean, that's like well, just coming off one of, better wave, right? I was just so nervous because I'm like they're surfing against my like favorite surfer in the world, <laughs> and there's fucking helicopters flying around <laughs> us, and like yeah. drones. No, they didn't have drones back then. Like, dude, I'm like, I shouldn't even be on the water right now. I'm like fuck this is like insane oh, like yeah. there'd be like a thousand people on the beach and then all of a sudden like kelly c comes out and then there's ten thousand you're like wait there's <laughs> yeah, no, no how did these, where did all these people come from it's a, like just felt but i felt the pressure good. and but like actually like you said you're walking out to your heat and people are taking photos in your face you're yeah. like and then like there then there's like a hundred people around kelly and you're like dude no other heat was like this yeah because it's just i'm with this dude yeah but like you're, you're in the you're in the how intimidating is that? But honestly, like I like just ran up to Boneyards because it was kind of pumping. Yeah, easier paddle out up and, on the top um, and getting caught inside and washed around. Yeah, tell you. and I was just like I just wanted to run away from the scene and I just had like full devil horns on, just like I'm gonna get I'm gonna get him. And like I, <laughs> that's I a great attitude. Like, I I just wanted it. I just like wanted it really bad. And um, my waves just ended up just not working and. The sweep was pretty tough and whatever, and um, I'm sure he could probably still talk about it. What, was it like a confidence He's booster, got... though? I mean, obviously getting third after having <coughs> four results, did that set you up for like the rest of the year? Is like, hey, I, I feel like I could win an event now. I feel like I could compete against. Not that you probably didn't already, but it's yeah, it's was, hard on the tour. There you was. Know? Um, I remember coming back and um, we got back to America and. Um, Yes. Uh, sorry about that. Medella is calling. I might have to get another one too here, bro. Yeah. Hey, you're the first pro surfer, and you're the first person we've drank beers with. Yeah, all you earlier it's interviewers were lame. No, I'm just kidding. We're just having a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a fun story talking. Yeah. So you came back from South Africa. You're back in the U.S. Um, your your confidence is yeah. I'm feeling pretty good, and like um, this is when uh, Boost Mobile, um, the lowers event, was in town, and um, you know people are talking a lot of stuff because I'm like yeah, like I didn't, I'm not performing well on tour, but like then I've been gone like a yeah. long time, and and because I was doing both the tours, I knew I had to, as as like a pretty much a grommet and. Yeah. I didn't know if I had what it takes to, to be on tour. I just didn't know. Yeah. So I was like... But after that third, you're like... I was a third in like... In bombing waves and good waves. Out of 10 waves, like how beautiful it was and perfect. Yeah. I knew I could do it. So I was like, okay. Boast Mobile comes around. Um, I get ninth, which is for it's me, pretty I'm pretty damn happy good. just to come back and just get a single digit. Yeah. It's a, it's a good follow-up, you know, result. Was that quarters? And, no, it's before quarters, four, four round, five, fifth round. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, before yeah, right before quarters, and so you know, it wasn't a fifth place, but it was ninth. You know, it was yeah. cool. And uh, 
I'm pretty ha- I was pretty happy and I was like okay if I can sponsors just, are happy yeah I'm like if I can just like put together a few more heats then re-qualify. I'll requalify through the uh, world tour instead of the qualifying series were you doing both that year I was doing both Whew. so I was really like, draining really tired but <clears throat> I was accepting my losses even though I was super mad like when I lost or frustrated I was just like look I still need to get better like at, yeah at you're learning and contest surfing man on man it's hard yeah it's like chess. It's chess yeah it's a chess game and um and every all these guys that are on tour now before are all good enough to and capable to get like a 10 point ride that's in any condition that's why they're yeah. there yeah and if you make one wrong move and you catch one bad wave during during your your heat you lose you can kind of lose for most for the most part yeah it just sets off the pace of the whole entire thing and you're just playing catch up and then you have to do the last second heroic catch up and if you don't do it you just you're done it puts a lot more pressure yeah on you if you if you don't have that start of the heat with just a good wave or you get out prioritized and somebody else sits you know it's it's a chess game like you were mentioning it's yeah it's it's not so, just surfability it's you know mind mind you know heat smarts and that takes a, a either have it or it takes a lot of time to hone that skill in yeah i mean so like i did both tours and um i was this is the first year and you know i was like i just didn't know what to do and and uh i did actually really well at the very end back end of the qs year yeah and i re-qualified at sunset wow so i didn't have to worry about pipeline took the pressure off took the pressure off and i went and got a ninth at pipeline yeah. uh but i got my first 10 point ride yeah um at sunset at one at uh sorry pipe. at pipeline yeah so yeah 10 a pipe yeah my first year on tour so I was Is that like, like a bucket list excited. check like yeah <laughs> so i was like okay well but you you qualified at sunset qualified yeah. at sunset so sunset's what, the first contest or second nah, contest it's the third of well it's depending Haliba on and then Holy. HIC is not a part of the Triple Crown, but it's yeah. technically the third event on the North Shore, not part of the Triple Crown, the, the HIC. And then it's the second event of the or the Triple Crown. Sorry, I don't want to confuse it, but there's four events. One's is for local or early birds that want to get over there early, mm-hmm. which is HIC at Sunset. Then they go to Hollywood and then they go back to Sunset and what, then Pipe. What did you get at Sunset? Um, I finished uh in the semis nice finished the semis. nice yeah i slid right in there and i was just like okay cool uh and like i just knew what kind of way after my first year of doing the tour and going back through for the second time i'm like okay i know what kind of ways i need to do good in and i just have to get better at those ones so maybe i can win one or you know to put myself in a better position to to be up higher in the ratings yeah so, uh, I just remember my my first year. I was like, I had Sonny Garcia and Luke and, <laughs> and Luke and Luke Egan as my like first heat ever out at Pipe for like you know your first heat. You're like, oh god, like, <laughs> Sonny's going right, Luke's going left. I'm stuck in the middle. I'm like, I don't want to get beat up on the beach. Like, I got the I got, I got the closeout guys. Cool. Oh god. <laughs> I was just remember the psycho Pete came in. I was like, <laughs> Sonny's like on the just luckily on the right side of, of Luke and it just kind of was like this horrible looking like 
like just a crazy A-frame thing, and it just like I just took off underneath the whip and somehow made it. It was like a solid, like you know, bigger than eight feet, ten feet or something. I don't First know. First reef, just yeah, thick, it's a deep, thick one, thick, yeah, scary wave. Do you have it on video? Uh, I don't. I mean, I'm sure it might be out there somewhere, but. And then I just got blown out the other end. That's then, your 10? Yeah. And Dude. that was my first wave of the, the heat. You, know, you got like, a 10 on your first wave of the heat. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, um, welcome to Pipeline. Well, it was after Luke and e, Luke and Sonny were splitting peaks, and I was just stuck in the middle like a, like a dork. So I just got frustrated. Are, I was like, are you I'm, thinking I'm, I'm at pipe with just a couple other guys. All I want to do is catch as many ways as I can in this 30, 40 minute heat. Was just... that a CT event too? Yeah, it's, a CT. Yeah. Okay. it's the it's the pipe 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 yeah. event. Um, are, are you for masters? Well, I'm just asking. Uh, just making um, sure. I just remember just getting not all our phone. not all our listeners are going to know. Oh, thanks for clarifying. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the year was over, I didn't really you know do exactly what I wanted to do. And would you get a ten and a one? Uh, I think I got an eight after that too. What? Um, a near perfect heat. Almost a perfect heat. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was just kind of like, I was just like so frustrated with the year, like because I was just. Lars like, never had a near perfect anything. <laughs> not, not even close. <laughs> <laughs> um, couple, of, couple of almost perfect dismount. Like I've, I've been working on my kickouts. Like you wouldn't believe. I got those guys. Yeah. Then I had a pretty average second year. Um, just kind of like was still figuring it out, but better. What, what did you finish on your, your rookie year? Like, uh, uh, point I was so you just requalified on the QS, but what did you finish? Just outside, like one or two out of the, um, bubble, the bubble 32 day. or whatever. Yeah. Whatever it was. Yeah. I was just one or two out, not far off. But then you, next year you, I was you just kind of like ladder. mid, yeah. Mid, mid zone. Yeah. Um, and then the year after I actually had a 33rd. Um, a 17th, a 9th, a 5th, a 3rd, and then went 5th, 9th. So you reversed it. Yeah. That's so, pretty good. So I, I finished in um, I finished in the top 16. That's epic. Um, and then I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm feeling better. You know, yeah. like I know where I shine. And, um, and just like some of my best events actually I did worse in because like yeah. I was just getting better at surfing too. Like just getting better with the, the way that things were working and um and then uh, surfing is so it, hard yeah to be successful in you mm-hmm. know yeah. like it it's all luck i mean not all luck you make your own luck i mean if you're aggressive and and play you know you watch the yeah. tides and whatever and, you know you, you you figure out where you should be sitting but still like you sit in the right spot, but then it breaks over here because it's nature. Yeah. Right? Like you're playing with Com- nature. Competitive surfing is difficult. It's, dude, it's yeah. hard. I mean, yeah. Making those right calls at the right time, having the right equipment, being right in the mind, unconfident, having yeah. good boards, What's not being injured, not being, you know, fatigued. You know, the, well, you could go through a hundred checklists. Like, yeah. uh, but it's like football though too. Like most of the team is injured. Yeah, a lot of times. You're like, you've been surfing yeah. for two years straight, maybe without being with a horrible injury, but you have like a sprained toe, like an, an ankle or a back that's been hurting your neck. Cut, just cut me, Mick, just cut me. <laughs> yeah, there's like something constantly happening there. Yeah. So it's like, 
you're never quite a hundred percent, but if your wheels are still on, you're still like, you're rolling. Like did, you're doing all right. Did any tour guys, like the more veterans guys, maybe take you like on your wing a little bit, or give you like like other like say Corey, who's been on the tour a little bit more, and I'm sure O'Neill and you guys travel together. Were you so my first year some pointers and some my first year of traveling was with Corey Lopez, Shay Lopez, Sonny Garcia, Andy Irons, Bruce Irons. Like, it's a little bit of a party factor there. I just like, <laughs> but I'm around like chargers. Like, hey Timmy, in, can in, you rewax good, that board? Hey Timmy, put, can, you, can you put those new fins in? Hey Timmy, can you uh, go do the dishes? Hey Timmy, I was, yeah, I was just low ground. Basically, I like, just try to be quiet as much as I could, just so that I'm not in the way of anything. And yeah. just like, hey Timmy, oh. what, what, what happens on tour stays on tour. <laughs> some of those guys are pretty high maintenance we won't say which ones but <laughs> hey all those guys effing rip yeah and they no, rip. Look, that's just the thing it's yeah. just like i have to part of these guys i'm like why am i part of these guys i'm like, cool i'm like yeah, yeah. i'll drive <laughs> yeah. um who is a cook uh actually shay shay lopez yeah you shay always got to have a, co- a cook with your crew that's cool yeah me, me, me and Rizal really like good. exchanged you know like we, we both like cooking but you always got to have you yeah, eat out every day. You just go crazy. Um, I had my first good year, and that was after like basically three years of traveling together. Yeah. Um, you were in the top sixteen in, in the second third, year. Uh, third, third, third year. year. Um, and um, then it kind of came apparent a little more. And um, my fourth year on tour, um. Uh, I was, I think, as high as fourth place. Wow! And um, I was fourth doing, in the ratings. Yeah, yeah. Damn, dude. I was surfing good, and things were happening, and luck, whatever X factors, all this good stuff. Let me let me interject here. So, fourth in the world at one point in time, mm-hmm. right? And then we were talking about sports, right? Like, in 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 the world of football, right? I think there's like what 600 players or something like that mm-hmm. that play professional football out of the how many teams are there like I forget 32 teams or something like that all my numbers are probably wrong but there's not very many football players right right that are paid to be football players and in basketball same thing and in surfing holy crap right like mm-hmm. that's another small demographic it's tiny. yeah it's that, tiny. that at one point in time bro you were fourth in the world mm-hmm. that's fucking that's insane it's um it was really cool was it, right? it was really cool if we put that all into perspective it, like, was a, yeah. it was just one of those years you just like okay and um i don't know like i felt like i mean i was just serving as good as i can surf and things were happening like so quickly and like all this talk and all these things and um and uh actually then i got hurt and um how'd you get hurt uh i just did a stupid floater slipped off hurt my acl mcl and i was done for the year so i finished actually in uh i think 15th for the year so i still finished in the top 16 uh what what uh what point of the tour was that like how many contests left um, there was like four more events left Ooh. and all my favorite ones. So, um, if, if 
you know, whatever, if, 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 yeah. whatever. Like, yeah. but cool. Who knows what, yeah. Um, I just like... So wait, you, you tore your... Tore everything in my knee, basically. Fuck. So I had to get surgery. Where, where, where at? Um, uh, in Santa Cruz, actually, at the lane, uh, during a, a sponsor's event. So I was like, oh, man, like... Did you hit kelp? Uh, no, I just slipped off. So, uh, yeah. Wearing booties? Uh, no, that's why I probably... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you don't sleep wearing booties. You, you no, roll that's your why I wear booties now all yeah. the time in the cold. So it's like, no, I'm not slipping off ever again. Um, but uh, and that was your fourth year on tour. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, I had to sit the entire rest of the year off. Uh, yeah, that year, the rest of the year, I sat off completely. Uh, went back and um, finished in the top. Uh, I think I finished in the top. Uh, after you came back after from I came injury? back I came back I got like 15th again or something crazy I was like I was like okay um, yeah I think you made a lot of money on my fantasy team that like yeah, <laughs> yeah no it was just like I, I think I started my first year or my first event off with like a ninth, and I was like okay and then like a 5th at Bells and like just kind of like just I don't know just I'm like well everyone's like you're surfing really good oh my god I'm like just training my ass off for yeah. a year straight so I'm like and I kind of remember that now. And plus, yeah. I kind of, like, not lied, but I'm like, I could have came back a little bit partly through the year, but no one else got injured. And I was just like, no, I'm, I'm qualifying, yeah. so because I had a good year to start. I finished 11th yeah. at the end of the year, so even with not, like, whatever. So I was yeah. like, what? I what? was like, fuck, I don't care. Like, I'm just going to, like, relax. <laughs> like, I'm like, just going to chill out and have a year. Yeah. And, um, and, um, that next year, um, you know, I put a lot of, I put one year effort into like the fall for the next year. And I just like, something happened where I was just like, is this what I want to do for the, the rest same, of my life? Was it and the same? You got the time so this, off? This is going to be your fifth year or is it your fourth? My last year. Okay. My last year. Yeah. And I was just like, is this something that I'm going to do my whole life? Um, I just watched by Martinez completely destruct uh, you know self destruct yeah. himself in New York that following year and he's one of my best friends and he was getting super over it. Can you set us up an interview? I love Bobby. Yeah. yeah. Probably could. <laughs> we actually you know who Mark Mester is from Channel Five? Yeah. He actually brought him up in our episode with him. Yeah. Nice. And talked about like he how wishes the tour and fans miss missed having him on the yeah. there's For only sure. a few people like that and him and obviously Dane Reynolds and you yeah. know, a couple others, but well, yeah. I mean, he's was one of the best surfers to yeah get on that. We love you, Bobby, but get we're, talk, we're talking about Timmy right now. Okay, all right. <laughs> no, but he's one of the best yeah. surfers to get on that tour. Oh, like, for sure. Um, and I was dealing with him with my whole amateur career. <laughs> so <laughs> um, yeah, he won everything, yeah. and then you got the place in the final. Third. Yeah, <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs> um, but. Um, uh, yeah, just whatever it was, it was just not the same. And I think, uh, over the years I was like, you know, like checking off some boxes as far as like surfing. Cause when I, when I did actually qualify my last year, um, through the QS, I said, I'm not going to do that ever again because that was too much of a grind. Too, that was a horrible year of my life. It was just like stress and just like, you know, I'm fighting for something that like I love. And I'm like, it's too much. Like it's too much. Were the sponsors ever saying like, you know, I mean, obviously there's your contract, but there's incentives on how you do. Did you feel pressure from your sponsors on having to qualify 
Or you're just like, hey, if it happens an extra bonus, it doesn't really matter to me. Well, like, like I know that always weighs in on your in in your head too. Yeah, well, um I didn't grow up as like a rich kid. Yeah. And everything that I made was basically because of my parents. Yeah. And and of myself. And like they because of my parents they like made me do this cool job yep. or like got me into this super cool thing that was now my job and now I kind of was like I need to like show them that I can do my job well and then I had the sponsors like believing in me you know so it was like it was a lot to kind of handle and I was just like I need to just do this and settle down and just do one thing and I think I can do it really well yep because like I'm thinking too crazy right now in my mind so when I did that that's when I started doing better but also I had more free time and that leads to like Maybe a couple more parties. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, you know. Uh, yeah, you weren't. It, it, it's like any professional like season. You know, the the football, the basketball, the, the baseball. Any, you know, they're in their their preseason like workout, and then they got the the season, and then when they're off, they're like, oh man, it's time to like let loose. They've been on a grueling workout schedule and training and competitive like head headspace. Totally. Time to let go. So you, you let oh. go. and So you started partying too much. No. Um, actually. I'll put words in his mouth. I was pretty good. Hey, that's so, where we were going with this. So <laughs> I'm just either. saying. I just started like realizing like there's like just so much more. Yeah. So I just started just to relax a little bit more. Have more fun with it. That's when yeah. I started doing better. Um, and then on my off time from the tour. Because, you know, we got, we got paid like a good amount of money. So you're yeah. just like. I'm going to use this money to do what I love to do is surf. Yep. And you're reinvesting. I didn't into care whether fun. someone went with me or whatever. I just went and did it. Yeah. And, um, it's pretty cool to have that freedom and just that choice of, I could just go do anything I want right now. Yeah. I had, you're like, okay, I have three weeks to go do something. So just hop in the car and go south or north. What do you want to do? And just, so in a way, um, I just started finding these like cool areas where I like to be and like, and meeting new people that were like super cool surf fanatics, but like just love to surf. And then, um, in a way like surfing just like took me away from competition competition because I wanted to surf more. And, um, when uh, did you realize that? Like, it was after more than the last after year. After the injury, after you kind of got back into it, and you're like, oh, it's not what I... I was surfing good, like surfing really good, and just like... When did you win the Mr. Price Pro? <laughs> so I took two years off, and I went back on tour, just to maybe try to qualify. Ooh. And um, and then... That so, was only so was that... A handful of years ago. You, you took two years off after, like, we were talking about yeah. how you were transitioning out. Yeah. And you took two years off. But you do a selective event. I did a select, couple yeah. selective events, like five events a year just to stay on, like keep my points so I can surf Hawaii or whatever that I wanted to do. It was like off pretty much. Like I surfed five events or six events in the year that like in a 12 month year. So it was like. How, how was it like telling that to Garth? Was Garth supportive or? Um, they just didn't know what to do with me because they're just like, we hired you for a pro surfer and like. Contest. Yeah, contest. Yeah. And that's what we did. And. And I think I just, through the content I was building, like, and surfing the waves that we were surfing. Um, you, you were 
that proving I was yourself actually, in other ways and yeah I, I like I think the first year um, I got the cover of that one right there the surfing magazine Sick. where's that at <laughs> I don't know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great answer real quick too yeah um, I don't yeah, know I don't think it was listed uh, anywhere in the magazine <laughs> the cover the credits anywhere but yes, damn yes please um, maybe not that big it but. was just like <laughs> some things just kind of like unraveled in front of my eyes of what I really wanted to do and surfing was what I wanted to do and to travel and it just kind of like I don't know just kind of like formulated in front of me just like okay this is now I'm off tour it's been a f- couple of years and I can still make I'm, a good living get yeah. my sponsors happy but they're you know I'm going to be able to give them content to make them happy, but I'm doing what I love. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like a lot less, but it's um, but my stress levels are way down, and I'm I'm just having my fun time, and um, you know, you have to come up with with um, content content because they want to see something, right? So, uh, you know, like over the last few years now, um, I've been like not hiding but like you know just basically like where's Timmy at I'm coming out with something it's just not here right now yeah and um, oh uh, you giving us a little teaser right pl- now plug <laughs> it's just gonna you heard it here different. first on the late night and chalky show <laughs> um, listen to episode two with uh, <laughs> Timmy and um so, so wait one more time uh Mr. Price you took off tour. You were kind of just doing selective events, but you ended up in South Africa, right? Yeah. Um, Durban? Before that, actually, um, <laughs> one of my good friends he was watching me surf, and um, uh, he's like, wow, like we just came actually from Selena Cruz, and... Um, it was the week before, or a week and a half before the event started, and he's like, "You're gonna go win." Wow! And you're you're gonna just win. I know you're gonna go win. And I'm like, I've never won a Q, or I've only won like a ten thousand or whatever it is, ten thousand or a six star or whatever. Whatever. I'm like, I've never won one, but I've gotten pretty, you know, in the semis or whatever. But I'm like, Pfft. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, if I get whatever, yeah. I'm gonna have uh, to. Can we? Who was Dur- it? Durbin said that. Durbin's um, fun, but well, it's not uh, my forte. Just one, one of our local surfers, um, Mike Thiel. He's just one of, and, uh, one of Garth Tarlow's best friends, and um, and then I was working actually with um, a coach, um, and uh, Sharp. Um, yeah, Bill. Bill Sharp's. Yeah. Um, Back in the fold. Uh, Bill Sharp's um, son, and. Um, we just uh, hit it off together, and we just were working, and um, it just everything was going good. And he's like, introduced me to a friend. He's like, gave me a pen and pencil, and just text his friend over there, and we stayed at the locals, right? And just like in South Africa, in South Africa, okay. yeah. And this is like my fifth or sixth time of going there, having pretty good events actually, um, and ha- uh, not the best, but just having good good events and. I already loved South Africa as it was, so it was just like almost like going home. We love South Africa. <laughs> I do because I've been there. Lyndon, he hasn't been there. there. <laughs> and um, 
it was just funny. It was just like you wake up and it was like being home. Like, okay, cool. Throw your full suit on or your short arm and go surfing. And it was just like these rights were just peeling through. They were barreling. It was just offshore. The waves were good for that event, right? Um, yeah. It was just, it was as good as waves can be without like being like big and whatever. Um, and um, Nev shaped me. Nev shaped me three boards. Um, I broke a board early morning. Uh, the, the day before the event, I was like, oh, that was the board I used in Mexico. Oh, uh, no. So um, um, that was a Pizel. And then Nev um, Nev shaped me two new boards. And I, I was just like, I don't know how these are going to go. I'm like, but I'm like. Were you riding Nev's already? Yes. Okay. I was riding. But the magic best. board was a Pizel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And. Um, as I wrote, like, first or second wave, it was like, it's better than my Pizel. Wow. Yeah, I'm like... After the first... Which is... It was like, it's better. I'm like, it's better. Just, like, just the waves, the way it broke. It was just... These are kind of, like, pretty um, pockety the, waves. The stars like, were aligning. Like, snapper... It's sort of kind of, like, snapper-type waves. Yeah. Um, and um, I remember I throw my, my yellow AM2s inside there. And um, what? my yellow Almer 2's oh, template okay. fins for those that surf. I mean, <laughs> futures, it. futures. Oh, sorry, futures. <laughs> and um, yeah, bro, futures, bro, you know, uh, and just like every uh, what was it my first heat because I haven't surfed many contests before that, so it was like I had like Jordy and like so and so and so and so, but I just don't like a guy like. Jordy's just gonna make a fool of us right now because it's his home spot, right? Like one of them. So it's pretty good. I went out and and um and I got like a nine and an eight in my first heat, and I was just like, he was feeling the flow in third or fourth, and I was just like, fuck, he needed to get a a, a, a score, and he's like, you need a nine point nine nine or whatever he needed to get, and he got like a nine point eight or something <laughs> in the last one minute, and he just didn't make it the heat, but like he didn't make the heat. No. Oh wow. Lost. And um, I was like, but I had a nine something and, and an eight something, my first heat, and I was like, that's pretty good. Start. Yeah. You know, I was a pretty good star. It's lumpy, chunk, junky, and weird. Um, and then every heat seemed to kind of just follow suit. Um, you know, and then the, uh, my my hardest one was probably um, Italo Ferreira. Oh my god. So it was like I knew <laughs> I knew what he can do on a surfboard. So, so that was a long time ago, though. Too. This was four years ago. Okay. Four years ago. Um, so he's still doing the same things. Yeah, um, he's a super freak. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. guy. <laughs> so I was like, Italo, you rip. But I was just like, it's a right point break. Yeah. Still have to surf these waves, yeah. like, and it's kind of dumpy and it's hard to surf, anyways. So I knew that just like, was that man on man? Or yeah. That, okay. I just knew he couldn't, he couldn't do what he needed. So it's to do. it's four up until quarters, and then it goes man on man or something like mm -hmm. that, right? Uh, or before quarters. Before quarters. So main event kind of drops. Yeah. And um, I just I just uh, squeaked through with um, whatever it was just like a couple of. Uh, high sevens or something like that it was just one of those weird heats um but this is the first this is the first contest though that for me was a uh, priority heat during the the um the, the qs's yeah. yeah i was just like so they did priority like, oh on the you primes. guys want these waves i'm like nope 
<laughs> so it was just kind of like priority. I was just talking to myself out in the heat, just having a great time, just because I've already been surfing great waves and the waves were good, and I was just having a fun time messing with people in the water. <laughs> and um, and what Federico Morales was next, and Federico, if you've ever seen that guy surf, he's um, yeah, especially like, he's kind of like a Parco slash. He's a world class surfer. Yeah, yeah. And on, especially on clean open face rights. That I knew what doing. he can do. Like I knew what that guy can do as well. Like he he can he can make any surfer like Parco look like they're trying too hard. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know. I think I've got my own un- unique sort of approach to waves. So I just did what I n- needed to do, and it yeah. made it through. Um, Dylan Perillo was next. Oh. Which is another wow. really stylish yeah. uh, California surfer, Malibu Venture um, area, and that was, uh, or he, no, that was that was actually that was vice. Uh, so he was actually in the quarters in the morning, and then uh, Federico was in the semis. Uh, but yeah, he was the hardest one because the waves were super high tide, super funky, and um, it was just the battle of of getting the right wave. Yeah, and I just was able to catch a couple. I think he made a couple of mistakes. And that was the last time I saw this with a jersey on, actually. Wow. That was the last contest for him, huh? I, for that, that I was I just going to say, I never, I don't remember seeing him in a contest. I just see him in, like, clips. Yeah. yeah. Um, he surfs but, good. So Amazing who, who, So who's the final? Who are you against? Um, <laughs> my final uh, was with um, with a fellow goopy footer from Australia, um, Wilco. Oh, Wilco. Oh, Wilco. And... Um, it's just funny because we were probably the, you know, normally the last two out of the bar. <laughs> <laughs> you you were upset. We got two <laughs> late night rippers. Late night one, late night two, late night three. So we just start up. laughing like whatever. Like, um, but I was just, like I said, I was there with um, a really cool um, local guy named Sydney. And... Um, during all this whole madness of making it through heats, he's just like, oh my God, you're going to win, aren't you? And like, you're, so don't you had multiple people though? told you that. Right? Yeah. And so, he's like, you're going to win. Like, I'm like, don't you hate that though? I'm like, like when I people just, say that, you're I'm like, like, I'm just going to stand up my surfboard and on my phone and I'm just going to try my best I can do. Um, but like, I was like, maybe today, maybe today. I'm like, it might be the day. And, um, and and I was just like, I remember he's like, he just grabbed me. He's like, you're going to win this thing. He's like, just go fucking win it. And we can party after this. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and he's like, so, um, uh, actually it was a pretty slow one. I, I got a couple of waves. It was like a, like a high seven or something at the beginning. It was, it was really easy to get one. It was just like, um, but a lot of current pounding and, and, um, and then it was, I didn't find a wave forever. Yeah. Wilco got pretty much the tide the same score I did and then we paddled he kind of paddled back out and got on my inside and this little wedge kind of got underneath me as my priority but he got like a 9-8 and uh, he got a 9-8 yeah and I was like oh <laughs> second place this isn't that bad <laughs> and this is like afternoon there's a little bit of onshore it's not barreling or anything yeah. but it's just like really rippable it's just oh, kind of hard to surf so Deep waves. He had a nine eight, and what was his backup score? Like a seven eight. So dude, so he needed two high eights. Yeah, or or something. Something. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I'm not good at math, but like, yeah, you had to really pull a rabbit's out of a hat. So 
it took me. I grabbed one wave. It was like, <coughs> a, a, you know, another eight, and then I was like, okay, I'm right there. Yeah. And then. So um, you had two eights. He no, and then he paddled back out after catching kind of like a a soft one, and then I remember what his wave did, and I was just he was just right where I was when he, when he got his nine, and I was like. And I just remembered, like, looking in the back when he got it. It was just, like, fins were flying. Spray was coming out. Oh. Just, <laughs> just, like, he could hit the hit me from the spray from his third turn. Yeah. He kung fu the mofo out of And I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> then, you know, I was like, okay. I saw this wave come through. He was exactly where I was, and I missed it. Same wave came through, and I got the nine that I needed to get. And it was, like, at five minutes left. Or four minutes left in the heat. So there's wow. still time for anything to happen. And um, I just like, when I saw the wave, it was just like a green light. And it's just like, this one's for you. And just like it <laughs> went underneath him and it went straight to me. And it would just, I did what I did. And um, I just remember just turning as hard as I could possibly turn four times in a wave <laughs> and landing like a floater on the inside to finish it. Like, and it's just doubling up all crazy. Just, boom, like, and I just knew I was just like, did you claim you, it? You stuck the, you stuck like, the landing. Yeah. Did you like, claim it? Yeah. Nice. Was like, mm. <laughs> so was, 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 the, was, uh, Mr. Price. I wish we were filming this. Gunston, whatever, Durbin, Gunston, Mr. Price. It's changed over the years, like the US Open, but was that your biggest like career victory? Yeah, I felt like it was because I had like um, the push of a lot of local people behind me yeah. after Jordy, after I beat Jordy, and like and um, uh, just like I said, it's like felt like home, and like and the waves were good the entire event, and like just like like when people were like hugging <coughs> you after events that you have no idea who they were, or like a family that you develop with like you know throughout your years of going to some place it's just like a special moment yeah and like even though it wasn't home but it felt like home like yeah. away and just like to get it done there and like have your friend that's on the jet ski part like the water patrol like to come up to you and give you a big hug and like yeah. get you on there it was pretty cool and like just like the whole experience was like pretty rad like you're like, I wish I could do this every event. <laughs> yeah, like I, I mean, I didn't do it at home ever, and like my I Larson did semis. Many of bro. Like I made semis a few times here in the U.S. Open, which is pretty fucking. That's cool. pretty good, dude. Um, I won the city Larson contest. Larson did not, and like when I was 14. <laughs> but just like I don't know, so I, to say whatever, it just like stuff. This didn't work out. I only yeah. needed to make two heats at the end of the year to actually qualify to be there. Actually, probably today. Wow. Um, but that was after two years of being off. And I just, at that point, when that, that last bell rang in, uh, at sunset, and I was just like, I know, I just, like, that's a wave that I could do good at, and it just didn't happen. And I just kind of felt like what I needed to do. I was just like, look, I'm going to do this. And, um, and just keep doing it. And all the stuff that you see on my Instagram uh, is basically, like, it's it's a form of my like passion and love for my sport and yeah. just like, and I'm just going to keep doing it until I can. And, yeah. and, um, um, I guess I'd like make people pissed off every now and then when I surf good, 
and they're like, why are you not doing the contest and like this stuff? And I'm like, and just, I've done it. Like, yeah. I'm stoked. I had a good career doing it. And like, I know I could do it. Um, but I, I like playing golf and drinking beers and surfing good <laughs> waves now. So like yeah. waves. Um, a bit of a wave snob at times and I could uh, be pre- prima donna on the ways that we do catch around, around home. But um, uh, I enjoy, yeah, w- what I'm doing. Dude. Yeah. Mm. I, love my, I love my Dello. <laughs> my Dello um, time. So transitioning from like tour surfing, pro surfing events to pro surfing lifestyle. I mean, you traveled the world to the most exotic places on tour and during your, your times of filming for, you know, movie parts or uh, magazine trips. Now you have the freedom to go anywhere. And do anything. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much, like, I have to owe everything that I do to, like, O'Neal. Because um, they've given me the chance to actually kind of, like, live my dream. Yeah. And in multiple areas of my life. Yeah. And um, I guess, like, right now, with being... Uh, an anti-pro pro surfer <laughs> whatever you'd call it free surfer yeah. bro just like, call it out yeah yeah free surfer I never actually gave up and I've never actually uh, you said chose I was to change yeah I never retired yeah you chose um, a different path and I just went a different way yeah and um, a lot of people say like when they retire they're not gonna ever do another contest and I'm like that might not be my case because yeah. I'm like Still surfing fine, like it's nothing. Like you could still whatever. get a Come ten on, you, or a nine something at any given moment. It's possible. Yeah. yeah. Um. And it's funny today, just surfing in the home. The waves are pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, I, my back is actually a little sore at the moment because we've been surfing quite a bit, and I was just like, "Man, I just surfed like a wave, really, really good for Huntington <laughs> Beach," and. Um, Makes I'm riding good. a board. You know what? Like, sometimes I do that too. I just like <laughs> I'm just like I don't know, whatever. But like I not, actually never gave up my jersey, basically. Mm. And um, I owe like you know O'Neill like a huge thank you because like yeah. they're just believe me that I can actually perform outside of the jersey and yeah and um and I've been I just fell in love with like basically re- surfing and going to spots that I knew that I could do good at, like big barrels and point breaks and big barrels. Emphasize big barrels. That's the thing that really intrigues me about guys like you. Like you're from Huntington Beach, right? And the waves that you put yourself in, like Puerto Escondido or Shipstern you know, or wherever Pike you, or the cover of that magazine. Tropes. It's like, how did you get to that point? Like, like I know your dad, you know, took you to Max and San Miguel, and it's like, but those are such waves of consequence that I, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, there's thousands of surfers like me that would never be able to throw myself over, paddle out, let alone paddle out. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I, I mean, what, you, I, you know, you guys are kind of fucking crazy. I just mm-hmm. find like it's um, like a boredom thing. 
boredom. Like, uh, <laughs> like, like, uh, what? Like, like you're bored. You want to you you so you get a, like, it's you like, you want to challenge yourself. Yeah, like, does that, like, what, like, like that doesn't okay. answer my question, bro. Well, I'm just saying, like, like what impresses you, like, about the ocean, like, it's like you love the energy, the, the what, rawness, the yeah, power. Like, whoa, like that current ripping through there. That's impressive. <laughs> like, I want to. I want to be in that current. Yeah, or like, <laughs> um, I just like it's just a bit of a challenge, and um, and and looking at something and like, wow, that's impressive. Like that thing right there that I'm looking at is probably not doable, but we're gonna try God, maybe, or just like go look at it. Like, yeah. Um, the challenge and, like intrigues you. Yeah, you know? totally, hundred like, yeah. percent. And that's kind of mostly a lot of the waves that I really like to surf are, yeah. are just like they're like semi bodyboard, semi like big board, big wave Dave. Like, and I'm not like a I'm not I wouldn't call myself a big wave surfer because um, oh you're a big wave surfer dude. I just it's you're a big wave surfer. Like, I just don't like um like. Uh, that whole scene yeah is super weird to me and um like uh i i like to do airs and yeah and like go really fast on waves and like surf really clean big waves that's really what i like to do yeah and um i was asked a bit ago to, to do the big wave world tour and i just said i'm just i'm just like not yet no no i'm no. not like uh, mature enough for it like yeah. i'm gonna turn around some stupid ledged out wave that i want to get barreled on you guys got to come in and rescue me and, you know, like whole time out for the heat or whatever. And like, I just like, yeah. it's just not my style. I don't think. And, and maybe one day I'll, I'll, I'll ride one, but. Or, do, you f- do you feel that that tour kind of brings you back into, you know, the, you know, QS or WCT kind of mentality of like, I think so. You I, know, it's not, I'm, I'm riding big waves for the, the, the challenge and the fun and doing it my way, my way versus showing up at last minute, halfway around the world with, you know, like no sleep and you got to just go. Well, like the, the real, the real thing here is it's, 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 um, it's your life you're messing with. Yeah. And, um, People think they buy their little blow up doll vest or whatever the fuck the thing is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big wave surfer now. Yeah. Like, and it's such a fucking, like, it's a false. Fake, yeah. it's, a, it's false sense of yeah. security. Maybe those guys are stronger than me, but I've been surfing way longer. Yeah. And like, there, there's uh, a lot. I mean, yeah. yeah, I like to sit deeper than people, but now because of the blow up vest thing. Yeah. They're dropping on big wave shoulders and they're just going to, they're going to drop in on you when you try to pull in underneath something. Yeah. So the whole thing now is just for me to just go out there and just go try to find some empty, uh, crazy waves. And, and, um, most waves I like to ride are, are tubing. And so, um, that's my favorite thing I like to get Slabbing to do is, is getting, um, some big mutant, uh, waves that you're pulling underneath under. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, I've yet found like my favorite one, or I have a favorite one at the moment, but still it's like, I need to find one that's a little bigger to, uh, to like that, that, really push that, myself. That wow. spot only handles so much, or you're looking at a different venue that has a similar like setup that's bigger or just a bigger Yeah, there's swell. a couple of venues <coughs> like that, uh, or, you know, reefs that have some 
uh, beautiful things part of it that's just like they're amazing um, you know one only hold maybe triple or quadruple overhead and then the other one will be um, it could go as big as you want but yeah. it's just uh, relative to wind and direction so it's just like okay like you have to wait for it um, I was just recently gone um, overseas when when one of them went off and I was just like so I was it. waiting all winter for it so I was like but um, that'll happen. Um, uh, but you try to be like the first at spots, and that's kind of like what I really like to do is just be like the first person to uh, record it and to yeah to do it. Yeah. And and I'm not like throwing like you know like GPS coordinates to the places, but like hey like um, you reach out other to places in the world than just this place or that place, you know like and and um, just. I think with my time, because it is my job, I'm just trying to use it like wisely as I can to, to do the things that I can do. Yeah. Are, did you know at an early age, I know you said your dad took you out on some like, you know, bigger days where normally you wouldn't surf or you're the friends that you would normally paddle out with other kids the same age wouldn't go out. But did you know at an early age that you just... Had bigger balls and, and loved like big had bigger balls than most kids, <laughs> or, or was it something that as you got better and you got more comfortable? I mean, big big wave surfing is a confidence booster. You don't just go out and paddle on the twenty foot waves. You start at six foot, like six foot so big, and then you're like, after a while, six foot's not big, and yeah. then you go, hey, it's eight to ten. I would never paddle on eight to ten. And you try it, and then you're like, okay, I could handle it. Like, I mean, it was just the fun seeing like. Did you being just out there and counted? just watching like no just like being out there and watching those big lumps like coming through and it just like gives you the chills to your body as you're like paddling up and down them like you're like whoa okay i was out of the position on that one but that was a huge wave or like see i don't you get that I, I just your your mind works so different from what in my mind when i if i was out in the water and i saw those things i would have a heart attack and die because <laughs> <laughs> um, you said about it's coming at you and you paddle over it and then you're paddling down it and it's like it's all slow oh mode. it's like it's yeah because I, I you know I, I watched a YouTube clip of you you know how you watch YouTube and it feeds you all kinds of different clips on Timmy Reyes what you like yeah it will, mm -hmm. particularly it was Timmy Reyes surfing Puerto other places in the world and I'm just like this kid is fucking gnarly. Yeah. Like, he has no fear of freaking dropping in yeah. late. Yeah. I'm just very picky, though. Like, if you don't know about, like, I will sit, like, if it's a big day and I'm a little bit, like, uncomfortable, I'll sit for three hours until I catch my first wave. Like, I really, like, try to be, uh, I'm confident, but I really like to be, like, Calculated. Yeah, calculated. And, and if it's a big day, then yeah, yeah, I know I can get hurt. Or, But I know also, too, if I'm out there, it's a special day if it's a big day and you can get maybe the, the best wave of your life. So yeah. You're like, waiting for the best day, wave of your cool. life. Yeah. yeah. Like, that, that's cool. Uh, that's a cool like little tidbit there because yeah. 
I'm you not know, just like I'm not gonna go out there and just go like straight and just inflate my vest and be like, yeah, yeah, okay, I'm I'm done. Today. Yeah, like yeah, because one wave, one wrong wave, and it's, it ruins it's your day, special, or you can get hurt. Or yeah, yeah, anything. I mean, it's you gotta, cool that you bring that up because chargers are chargers, right? But there's different ways of thinking about it, right? Yeah. Like guys go out there to get the as many big waves as they can, and and that's a cool point you're making. It's like I'm out there because it's a special day. Yeah, and this it really could be is. the best yeah. big wave tube I can get in a long time or ever. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of like really good big wave riders. Like I'm talking like big big wave riders, yeah. and um, and they're really good at their skill. Who who um, are you talking about? I'm just saying, like you know, like uh, let's just say Twiggy. Twiggy this year. Is that Grant Baker? Uh, yeah, uh, Twiggy got like one of the craziest waves ever to be ridden at Jaws this year. Same with Billy Kemper, uh, you know you have Nathan Florence, brother of John John. Yeah. Um, you have our California guys, Pete Mill. Um, yeah. Um, you have what uh, sacrificial? <laughs> I'm just looking like all these guys, like a lot of California dudes that actually surf Mavericks, and you know. Do you surf Mavericks? Um, yeah, yeah. Every now and then, I, I yeah. do. Um, I catch a few waves of the day and I'm, I'm good. I'm like just pretty over the crowd. But So do you do you like surfing warm big waves or wetsuit big waves? Um, it seems it, like you're more wetsuit big waves. Guy. It's more wetsuit big waves just because I'm more used to it. But, um, you know, this year we've had a – I had a, a particular session at Waimea um, when Waimea was closing out. Oh, during I, saw, the, I saw some of the clips on that. Yeah, like – it was there was um, a few waves Big. that I rode. Um, what size board were you riding? Uh, it's a copy of my that nine eight that's just right there, um, but it's in Hawaii still. Um, but yeah, I mean there was you know that was a warm water session that was a great session because the waves were so big and like unruly. Um, I knew I was just gonna go out there and try to like go paddle into a couple closeouts at Waimea and. Um, that day was beautiful. There was only about a handful of guys that actually wanted the wave. So most of the guys are paddling up and over sets. And then the next wave would probably close out the bay. So there was like... People are were, looking at the horizon for a closeout. And they're like... <laughs> I'm just like, I'm going to go on the first one. So the, the second one just beats me to the shore at least. <laughs> um, just catch it. Yeah, just catch the thing. Don't eat it. <laughs> um, I've had a couple horrific wipeouts and um, a couple of nice makes. Um but yeah, that was a that was a beautiful warm water session that doesn't get to happen every day when uh, the bay is closing out. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, but again, like to me, that's just as fun as going out on a head high uh, point break that's shacking and there's zero people out, like, and they get to surf as good as I could possibly surf. And yeah. um, you know, like I've been riding firewire surfboards. Um, and most of my boards are through Daniel Thompson, which are super cool. And they're like not an ordinary surfboard, yeah. which is great. Cause I'm like, just so used to this, like needle nose board that's this and that. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, I just want to go fast and turn as hard as I can do it. Yeah. Maybe fly in air. I don't know. Like, yeah. and, um, I get off just surfing like that or. So you get inspired by today's shapes and, I mean, having fun, whether it's, hey, going super fast today, 
ripping out, doing air. One day it might be chasing 20 footer. I mean, you you seem like, yeah. What's the, what's you the biggest fun? wave you've ever surfed? Um, the biggest wave I've ever surfed was uh, north of um, Mavericks. Um, and it was probably about a 70 footer, 70 footer. <laughs> and he's not lying. That's a, that, he's not, he's not code like 70, like 70 Huntington style or Hawaii style or, you know, Maver- I, yeah, 70 foot is. It was a big wave and, um. Well, bad wipeout. What, what was your worst wipeout where you're like, I'm dead? Uh, ghost trees, um, the day after the hundred foot day, um, there was like a recorded pretty much 90 foot wave top to bottom barrel and we were out there and I was out there with Pete Mill and a couple of boys and they're like the two brothers that caught the waves uh, that day it was like a middle sized wave and they were like XXL award nominees but that wasn't even the set it was like a middle sized wave I, I saw a photo just posted by Nelly not too long ago of a kelp bed that was that day in the wave getting sucked over a 90 foot like kelp bed being sucked over the falls and then you see these little specks which were guys jet skis yeah jet skis yeah like going over the shoulder it looks superimposed yeah until he i read what he you know yeah the verbiage he wrote and then i'm like looking at it again going like oh my gosh that day were you guys getting towed in or or, uh that that day was yeah it's jet ski only and um but that I was the day, actually, like, half went to Mavericks, half went to Ghost Trees, like, as far as the, yeah, you know, and then, big um, wave surfer. And then, uh, cool. that year, uh, Snips went out to, uh, Cortez Bank, mm. and that's when he won biggest wave of the year, and it was like, he was claiming the same thing, 100 foot waves out there, but they, uh, they, uh, they said, like, different reefs are breaking, that's how big it was. Yeah, wow. spots they'd never seen before. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um. Crazy. But the second day of that swell is um, I went down a double up and I got stuck on the double up and I went up and over the falls straight into the rocks. Mm. Straight into the rocks. Yeah, like ghost just, yeah, like just just off the side. Um, and uh, I was upside down the lip, like looking over like a 40 foot lip or oh. something. I with don't with what no was. vest or anything. You I just had a, um, this is before a pull vest, but I just had a, um, a like a big vest on. Yeah. And without the CO2. Without like, the CO2, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, did the, did You're the, laughing about it. Did, did the... Fuck. Like the skis couldn't even come so in. So wait a minute. Did you know you had to like... Can we talk about the waiver again real quick? So you're, 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 you got towed into the wave. And then what happened? Um, there was a double up and then I went... Uh, I thought I had enough time to kind of ride the top of the double up and then go back down, and then I um, I didn't. So <laughs> the wave was already breaking underneath me, and just to the left of me, I just cleared the rocks, but I was just gonna kick out, but the lip hit me in the chest. And and, and the and, lip is what twenty foot thick. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The lip's something twenty like foot that. thick. Something like that. You know, and then yeah. I went flying backwards with the lip and that was my ride for a while. The lip 
the twenty foot lip hits you in the chest and drives you into the ocean. Probably like forty feet up and over. Yeah. <laughs> and then, wow. And then I came up just before the second one, which is kind of nice. I was able to get a breath. Do you and, do you mentally prepare for for like a a wild ride like that? No, because <laughs> I don't. I don't want to wipe out because I I actually like um I I really. Like enjoy just making waves. I I, I don't I really. Don't really. Yes, I, please. I, I, like I don't mind if I, if it's like a wipeout. Cool. Yeah. Like, but for something like that, that's like super like yeah. Like not my style of surfing. Hey, hey a twenty foot thick lip. I mean, it had to be twenty foot. Double up. Yeah. It's yeah. Much it had up. to be like a twenty foot lip. Like yeah. that. It's pretty crazy. Hits you in the chest. Upside down, backwards. How, how, okay. You're literally going to cut out, but then all of a sudden it's just boom and it's driving you. Yeah. You're not strapped into your board or no, anything. I went flying. What size board are you riding? It was just a little tow board, uh, 5.8, like a little 5.8 tow board. That's all weighted and all that? Yeah, it's like, you know, it's basically if you're, like, it's a snowboard, but for surfing. You know? Yeah. So do you remember, like, it hitting you in the chest and you're, like, falling? 40 yeah. feet. I thought I was dying. Whatever. Yeah, I thought I was dying, but it was just like, the funny thing is, is coming up, missing the rocks, and just like, seeing the next wave. How far are the rocks? You. Sorry. How far are the rocks from Oh, man. They were just like, I popped up and there was a rock right next to me. Oh, my God. So, like, it, it was close out. enough. It was too close, but um, I got back to the, um, to the channel, took a little quick break. Uh, Nelly, uh, David Nelson. They find your board? Uh, it was still on my leg. I just wore a leash. Holy shit. Um, and uh, Dave Nelson was just sitting there. He's like, I thought you were dead. And he's like, it was dead serious. And yeah. um, and um, I'm like, it's time to get another one. <laughs> just went back Get out. back on the, on the Shut board. Shut up. Yeah, just right back out there and got a bigger one um, it, within five minutes later. And then, it. And Shut then my session, up. I called it done. I was like, I'm good. You, That's impressive. You, you got another one five minutes later after yeah. free falling backwards, thinking you're you're gonna slam against the rocks. Yeah. Do, do you after we, falling 40, 50 feet? There's yeah. there's there's, there's, there's <laughs> from from experience and believe me I've never yeah. surfed anything. <laughs> from, to be I'm raised. not saying I'm yep. not saying I'm smart. <laughs> yeah. But bro, that is gnarly. From experience, not that I'd ever surf anything close to a 70 foot wave, wow. maybe like even half that, but you got the deep water waves and you got waves of consequence, which it, whether it's like Chopu, like the, the reef or pipe or, or places like, you know, ghost trees, where when you know you're wiping out, your mind goes in auto, please don't hit the rocks, please don't hit the reef, please don't hit the, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Where to me, it almost helped me on the hold down to yeah. where you don't think about like how hard you're getting worked or how long you've been under. It's just like, just don't ha let me just crack, you know, crack my, my body on, uh, on the, on the bottom or something. Like, yeah. did you, did you recall like going into that kind of like mode? Like, I just, no, I just, I just knew it was going to be really bad, whatever it was. And I just, but it wasn't, I was it? it was like later that night, Wait. So yeah, how like, long? How long did you get held, held under? Um, I, mean, I don't really remember actually. It, it's I, I um, 
when I hit the water and I got ex- like the wave like exploded like really 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 hard I felt like my limbs went on each side of me and actually I felt like um that like <clears throat> feeling of like um when your nerves you, you tingling out of body tingling yeah like you're like you're like it's just like it pulled you apart yeah like stretch out of strong yeah so like, um it ex- the, was the lip to, exploded on yeah, to the, yeah i fell too and i knew to hold on to my life jacket but it just blew me to pieces you so, can't control even holding on or even no. do, like you have no control um so you just have to like i don't know i was able to i didn't get hurt so that i just knew that i was going to be fine and just later that night i was just like holy hell like that was i felt neck body yeah exactly Every, yeah just felt like you got hit by a car neck um ribs but you know the funny thing is it's like our like surfing nowadays is like always has been actually uh deep wave water surfers uh shallow wave slab surfers yeah and then per, uh, performance surfers yeah and just like i don't know where i fall in, in any of those i just yeah. like you do it all them. yeah well, that's what's um, impressive, and I mean, I'm there's like, very few people that have that ability to excel in all those departments or categories or, you know, overall, you know, all-round surfer, you know, but I remember one time, you, just free surfing wasn't the pipe contest, but like, you know, knowing you're from Huntington, I'm from Huntington, and, and Kelly telling me, like, Timmy's one of the best, like, barrel riders out there, like, <laughs> flat out, like, for sure, like, and that's, like, impressive, to hear from somebody like the greatest of all time. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the respect and obviously you work, you know, you ride for his surf company, but I mean, you have a good relationship with him. Yeah. I mean, has he taken you under his wing or given you pointers anywhere along? I, I wanted to hear. I, what, I, um, I drank beer at his, at his surf ranch. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, you, you were, you were all, you were going to, I think you're going to say something about how you fit into the performance surfing, big way surfing. Slap no, surfing. he just fits in. I just don't know. I really just don't know. It's just, um, it's always been an interesting thing because, you know, like riding a huge surfboard is, is actually quite difficult. Oh, and oh my I'm God. Not, I'm not that big of a human being, so. Should you see Linda on his like five eights? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm not a huge human being, so like, um, you know, when, when a board's even, like, like my normal shortboard's five five. Me too. And, and my little board is. Five oh, yeah. My big board's ten feet. Yeah. <laughs> There's a big margin between the those, and yeah. I think the only thing is, is just that like, um, I think uh, I have like a traditional style of surfing that um, kind of fits in with my surfboards, and um, all the in between surfboards, like I said, like I I work with Firewire and Kelly, um, and we ride like um, like untraditional. Um, like Chips. mid-length mid-length boards yep. like six six oh six six in pretty big surf and that's kind of been the way things have been going like the way yeah, smaller everyone's boards. been surfing yeah. but in a traditional way um, and um, it's just been an eye-opening way like surfboard surfboards have been changing and um, helping out even average surfers to become pretty damn good surfers yeah. um, because before you just didn't know what you wanted. Yeah. And then now it's just like this like volume calculator has come out and you, you can literally just ride any board with the volume somewhat close to yours. Yeah. And you got a pretty cool board. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, uh, it's awesome to see the technology and, and you're working for one of the brands that, I mean, 
have really honed in on on catering to all aspects <coughs> of surfing ability, you know, from mm-hmm. the, the, you know, obviously Kelly Slater level to your, not that and then like there's beginner. a big difference there, but yeah. like just the everyday surfer and then introducing those hybrids to, I mean, there's so many unique shapes when you go into a surf shop. and Way more out. than when we worked there. Yeah. Oh, right yeah. Now? Yeah. yeah. Everybody's fighting for that same design. You know, now, you know, everybody's got Remember like, back in the day, it was a 6'2", you know, for most people, 6'2", 18 and a half, two yeah. and a quarter. Yeah. That was yeah. That was the magic sled. Yeah. I never thought I'd be riding five fives, five sixes, five sevens ever. Right. You know, my groveler back then was a five nine, five ten, and now that's like my normal shortboard. <laughs> but the volume has moved. I'm riding, you know, more volume than I used to, but it's just re you know, distributed. Yeah. Cool. Distributed. Yeah. I love it. Um so <laughs> Who do you like to travel? I mean, I mean, you're kind of a, a nomad, and you mostly just go meet up with specific people in that that area, like locals. But like, where do you like to? <laughs> like I said, um, in that that period where I had basically a lot of money and um, a few weeks to a month to do something. Yeah. Um, I got my car and I started traveling alone, and just because it's quite nice being alone. And after being on tour with, you know, your, your tour family and then outside of that was just like the party and the whole scene of, um, you know, the, the whole, um, show basically. Yeah. Uh, it was nice to get in your car and do that stuff. And then just like, I met people along my way, like just surfing, sometimes just a random beach. It wasn't that good. Like whatever, like just getting wet or just standing there. Like, Did you just go on a long, long journey most of the time, or I mean, aside from chasing specific swells at certain spots that you're waiting? I didn't even know what I was doing. You're just like, and then, and then, going to flow. Like I would say, after about you know ten years of doing it, <laughs> <laughs> somebody had a blow up. Come back. Oh, so good. Um, eye contact there. Yeah, we're just making some serious eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at these modelos and saying like, I need another one. Um, yeah, you do. It, it, anyways, um, so you know when you're talking about you, you don't really know where you fit in, as far as you know, there's people taking the 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 con- competitive career and just hung it up after that. You got the guys that you know. We're able to do competitive career and then, you know, the big wave as well. Balance that. You got guy, you know, everybody's kind of created their own own path. And, and right. there's very few like you who done the competitive, still rip in the HB slop, still does the progressive moves, still could go rip any point break, chasing slabs, chasing big waves. I mean, where, where do you feel like you're you're going to, you know, what's the next five years for, for Timmy Reyes? <laughs> Yeah, that, that's the funny thing. You it's don't know. Like, it's, <laughs> that, no, it's funny. It's like, you know, you you just get the opportunity every year in your mailbox, right? Yeah. And you look at it and you're like, okay, it's here again. Like, and and um, I'm just going to keep yeah. doing it, what, hopefully, to where they, they actually yeah. really like it. Yeah. And I just keep asking questions like, hey, so, like, when is this going to run out? Like, because... 
I got a plan I'm, for it. I'm 36 years old. Like, and you're I wrong, would, dude. But <laughs> no, but like, I consider myself as, you know, with all the good surfing going on and like the big way of surfing and this and that. And like, I'm going to cut out the 36 year old part. Don't worry. <laughs> no, no, you can, you can, you can keep that in there. But, um, I just like, you know, I respect all the, all the surfing that's, that's done nowadays, whether oh, it's, it's on so tour crazy. or the, or some of the big wave surfer guys, like yeah, it's Kai Lenny and his cars and errors and drop like, um, dude, freak. um, you know, then you have like, you just have all the trick guys and, yeah. and I just don't know where I fit in the middle of all of it because I guess I'm in the middle of all of this and, yeah. um, and then you have all the hipsters riding weird boards, like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm definitely not one of those, but I do like riding weird boards for sure. And But isn't that cool about our sport now versus like when we were kids? Because we've talked about this before. You got so different. The so surfers, many, so... you got the surf jocks, you got the surf professionals, like, you know, the doctors, lawyers, guys, and you got like the guys that want to, you know, there's hipsters, so many different like longboard girls how many freaking girl surfers are but that's now? not that's okay but no it's great <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's good in bikini. It's great. we're just you know guys shaping their you know guys shaping your own board your your dad shaped boards have you ever inspired or do you how much input do you have on like designs and stuff that you um, know now you're working with you know firewire insulator and all those well i would like to think that some of those surfboards that um that Firewire has done recently and has has had a lot to do with me. Cool. Um, and just because I'm a weirdo and I surf, I like surfing weird surfboards. Yeah. Um, and I like to travel with like the least amount of surfboards. Um, like I was always the guy that would show up at like three boards, and just be like, "This is what I got." And I'm like, and um, I think just partly because like, like I used to ride fishes and. And longer, longer short boards yeah. and like whatever, just like, and then you kind of like redefine your surfboards to be like, I know that works good no matter what. Yeah, you got the, yeah. I got three boards in my quiver instead of 12. Yeah. And, um, and that's kind of the way, the, the way I've been doing it. And, um, and I just was in New Zealand, um, uh, two weeks ago and, um, you know, a week and a half ago and, um, I brought three boards and I rode one the entire time. <laughs> like, and, um, and it was big to small to whatever. Um, but yeah, like that's the cool thing about our sport is like all the stuff that's been changing and, and, and just like, you know, like whether it's all the way from beginner to pro to if, girl to whatever. Just, I, I feel like this, the, the average surfer has has gotten better because of surf technology and surf design. You know? I mean, there's still tons of kooks out there, you know, like Lennon, but you know, it doesn't matter what they, what they ride, but I'm just saying, you know, I hear time and time again that X, Y, and Z board and design and shaper has made me like surf better, you know, and X, Y, and Z, you know, and it could be whatever their, you know, their favorite, you know, shaper or brand is, but I feel like the, the shapes, have really progressed at everyday surfer, but it's also oh. made the, the 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 elitists even better and the stuff that they're doing. You walk now into a surf shop. Crazy. If you walk into a surf shop now and compare it to a surf shop to where when we started working there or when we were working there, it's night and day. It's night and day and, yeah. and like 
thousands of different designs and thousands of different shapes and thousands yeah. of different, you know, yeah. little idio, so idiosyncrasies that have, have made surfing that much more diverse. So this one board you wrote in all of your time in New Zealand, what, what was it? It was a Daniel Thompson Hydro Short. Okay. And that's not on the counter yet, and it has four buckles in it, and I'm still riding it. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's also another, I mean, with board shapes is also the technology of epoxy and the different blanks and the different stringers and the carbon. I mean, you, you know, before boards used to, I, I might take off on this wave and it's going to snap. Now you have a little bit more confidence that the board might just buckle or last a little bit longer, which... You know, I'll say the worst, best thing to ever happen to surfing was the Clark foam thing. Yeah, it was the worst, best thing to ever happen. Yeah, um, worst meaning you losing, you're losing history. Yeah, and of all the rockers and all their our um, it, stuff that we surfed as Groms yeah. and old super foam. blue, blue, super green, blue, super yeah, like all the different to look like at other alternatives and come up with better materials, new materials, Innovation. sustainable stuff. And that's what made, you know, Firewire, LibTech, um, you know, helped um, Mayhem. It helped um, a lot of new shapers and uh, discover a new way of how yeah. surfing could be actually done. Yeah. Like, or yeah. how it could be whatever transferred over to design. And um, uh, I think design has been like more the the fashion of surfing yeah. lately and it's you know kelly slater has a lot to blame to that because he was riding what like 17 Blades. and a half inch boards went uh you know 30 25 Banana years boards. ago yeah and then with rocker and then and then he's and then he started the fad or people started the fad of riding you know five o's and you know awkward looking shapes that are skatey and Nobody really knew how to quite shape them. Yeah. Now everybody knew how to shape a twin fin fish because it's pretty easy. You just chop, chop the tail off, make a make a freaking fish tail and a swallow, and put two keels in it. And you're pretty much ready to go. Yeah. Um, but super now, fast, like, but not performance driven. Yeah. So now you have boards that are like yeah these super short boards that actually hold in in big waves, and you're like, well, like this yeah. is going crazy, and um, I'm sure he's probably riding something like that snapper uh this this year or whatever um F F K F R K yeah F R K yeah so he's riding that's a t pretty traditional board um but the waves do get good he'll probably ride something different yeah. um but i'm just saying it's like it's cool like to watch this i'm i'm young uh relatively to speaking to you guys is surfing Thanks. because you guys <laughs> have have experienced twin fins yeah. Like actually riding them. I'm not that old, but yeah, this guy over here for sure. Yeah. What? You've, no, you've, you've ridden them. Of course. I'm just kidding. And, uh, you're like, I'm just saying like, my dad's like, he's like, I had to ride single fins, twin fins, yeah. uh, quads and thrusters. Yeah. And, and he's like, now I could literally just like get a good board. Yeah. And he's like, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And any one of those. So crazy. <laughs> I know. Every shape you can get, every twin configuration you can get a good board. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I've, you know, I'm not a pro surfer at any caliber, but I, I love surfing, and I've been stuck on twin fins and thrusters, 
because everybody likes to go fast. Like, yeah. Twin fins are freaking super fast, but turn those, you know, when you're going super fast, it's kind of like, <laughs> I'm going straight. It's like a drag race. I don't, I don't know. I'd rather do, I'd rather, you know, drive fast and, and whip corner somewhere, you know, but it's, everybody has different preferences, but it's just, I love seeing, I love going to surf shops and just seeing all the different, like, opportunities there is to like inspire and, and go out and having having fun mm-hmm. you know again and sometimes it's on a you know soft top sometimes it's on a long I was board just say, so, it's more about like for me like if it's like sometimes it, it's a catching waves yeah yeah and and uh and i think a lot of people like uh misinterpret like uh like a thick board just because like i want to shred yeah but i'm like i just shape the board with one of my good friends and it's three inch three and a half inches thick and i just it's six one yeah and i, I could literally like stand up paddleboard the thing gliding. and it's a single fin yeah and i'm having just as much fun surfing that board as i do like riding um a traditional board i can rip on you know what i mean yeah that's what's awesome i love but i mean that's cool we love it i mean so if there was a wave breaking that you'd, you know, you've been having your eyes set on or your sponsors or you just had this, hey, go somewhere for a month right now, where where would you go? Um, I pay attention to uh, weather and seasons and forecasts. Quite Southern Hemis are about to kick in right now, but I yes. mean, it's still a lot of North um, Pacific energy. It's April at the moment. Um, and I am not going anywhere. <laughs> Resting. Uh, training. It is spring break training. <laughs> <laughs> and um, tax season. Yeah. So funds are drained and we're getting drunk. So yeah. screw it. <laughs> Beers are tax season. <laughs> tax season. Oh, wow. um. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but... Uh, uh, summertime is coming. Um, you'll definitely see either South America, yeah, um, maybe somewhere in Australia or um, or Puerto Escondido. Yes, uh, coming alive very shortly, very very shortly. So, so you have something brewing, right? Um, yeah, I mean, no plans at the moment, but something will happen. Yeah, yeah for sure. That's and cool. um, and just uh, waiting to pull the trigger on when we're gonna go do something unique or just something that we've all been doing our whole lives is going to um, Central America or yeah. Mexico or just to go get a surf. Um, we know that spring and summer is pretty difficult to find waves around here. Yes. So we have to, um, yeah, stay busy stay, and relevant. Stay busy. I, I, like <laughs> that. I, I need, I'm ready for a trip. Just Dude. talking about all these waves. I'm talking about it like slab over there or something. You ready? No, never. Kidding. I will never be ready for a slab that's over there. <laughs> We're looking at your surfing cover. And what year was that? Um, two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Um, no. Well, yeah, yeah, nine. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I, I forget. Print's gone, but yeah, it's when the yeah know, that decade. It used to be cool to have uh, you know the magazine show up to your doorstep yeah. and be excited about so, something. I mean, you obviously are doing a good job. People love you because you got over 42K followers on Instagram. That's a lot. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, um, actually, you, I, I do like hold it pretty 
you know, like close to my heart too, because it's something that like you, you open up to. Like, it showcases your personality yeah, and who like you it, are as a person. I just had my sister's birthday last week. I showed some photos. I was like, yeah. it, you let people into your life. So it's it's kind of weird, right? It's yeah. kind of strange. Yeah. yeah. And like, in a way, it's like, we're going to ask you to promote our show. Oh, yeah. You will. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will. Um, All you Timmy fans out there, you gotta <laughs> love us late night and chalky <laughs> <laughs> Um But yeah, it's it's kind of a funny thing because like, it's I think most of it has happened since I've been off tour. So do uh, you do you Facebook or any other? I don't use of? Facebook anymore. Um, LinkedIn. I never. I just, how professional are you? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not that professional. Yeah. Um, but Instagram's the only thing I do. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, it's the only thing I do, and and um, it's cool because. Um, like, uh, I enjoy taking photos too. Yeah. And, um, that's kind of my, like, other thing I do outside of, like, surfing is when I'm there, I, like, I really enjoy taking photos and yeah. enjoying the, the environment of wherever I'm at. Yeah. It kind of puts me there too. Yeah. It keeps me there. Yeah. Like, there could be a shitty day of surf. You're like, I'm not surfing, but I'm somewhere really cool. Yeah. So. You're pr- appreciating what, you, what you're surrounded by mm-hmm. you know and surfing's a a bonus the waves are good but it's hard kinda... it's hard not to take photos wherever you're at yeah i mean iphones are pretty good nowadays and and like but like you know i learned a lot of the stuff that i do through people we met like our filmers and photographers that um that we've like he shot photos of, yeah. of me, like, but I'm like, yeah. but you learned so much, you know, yeah. like, what was that setting? I, well, yeah. I liked it. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. And then you just like, eventually you just learn how to do it. And, and um, uh, I've been kind of a nerd of it for uh, a long time. And, yeah. and, um, yeah. and it's kind of like helped me see what I do actually more like, yeah. it, like I could kind of like, like put it in a perspective on how I, how things are. Cause I'm like almost doing two things at once. And like it makes me appreciate it even more. Yeah, for sure. You you, you kind of touched on Kelly Slater Wave Pool. Yeah. How, how was that for you? Um, he said that the first time. Um, <laughs> he's like, I don't want you to kind of disrespect my pool. <laughs> what is that? Mean? Slabbing it up. It's not big enough. Like he knew he knew where you're going. Like why why is it like yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man um no seriously what what did he say no it's so funny um we just we just make fun of each other a lot and um he just knew i was gonna show up probably a little bit drunk <laughs> because it is a pool yeah um party like, where's paddle. the dj <laughs> no paddle three strokes really oh and no our, our our my date my first time there was pretty cool um just watching the gates open in front of you and and um you know like the first left came through and um it was just a pretty magical uh moment like with the sun and i was like oh boy this is weird i'm like third heat i'm like what should i do i'm like no <laughs> this is like unreal and um i just remember like grabbing a couple beers really fast like that was pretty calm nervous. nerves calm the nerves down i'm like okay i could catch the wave i'm like no, I can't catch the wave. <laughs> I can't catch the wave. And the guy's like, do you want to get on a jet ski? And I'm like, yeah, I'll do a step off. <laughs> I won't miss the wave. Yeah. And um, 
So, yeah, my first wave was a step off. I was a little too deep on the second barrel. And I ended up going down. Blah, blah, blah. I was a shitty pool surfer. Yeah. Um, it's hard, right? It was how, hard. How many first, people um, were, were there for your day? Um, he invited us, and it was only like 15 people. Dude. So, um, uh, I rode, yeah, I rode a lot of good waves that day. I messed up on only uh, two waves the entire day. Was it a firewire day, or what, what was it? It was just a random friends friends, friends day. day. Yeah, I'm gonna be here. Do you want to show up? It was pretty cool. I, um, I was driving back from up north, and I was able to uh, get that on the way home. And yeah. um, it was it was super fun. Just like had like a I was basically riding a fish, and um, it was it was uh, actually a total dream come true. Yeah. It was su- super cool. Like. The wind is blowing about like thirty miles an hour. Oh wow! So it was like I don't think I've pro- ever seen it. That it was windy that windy. It was like proper wind offshore for the rides, which made it like actually really difficult to go down the line. Yeah. But um, um, I watched some of those clips. I didn't think it was, it was that windy. windy. Yeah, it was windy, but it it's just was. But the set out booties the experience, hood, everything right? is sick, right? Booties. Was that was that December or January or what? When was that? Mid October. Oh, it was October. Yeah. Wait a minute. Was it? Was it cold? Cold. It's cold. Because we were there October 4th, and it was trunking. Yeah, it was freezing. We were still trunking. It was freezing. Crazy. Yeah. Nice. That wave is so weird. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a, that was definitely a dream come true. Um, and uh, he was there ripping. He, he was hurt at he was hurt at the moment, but he was just like just cruising, that- just shredding, and I was like, okay, he's good. And, um, but he, I knew he'd be fine this year, like. Just by watching surf, like yeah, he's gonna be good. Yeah. Hopefully, um, hopefully he he gets the right waves and freaking does some cool shit. Yeah. yeah, we're all. I mean, we we all want him to succeed and <laughs> at least win an event this year. Yeah, at no, least show that. Dude, I mean, that would be so insane. There's gonna be the smorgasbord of winners. I feel like this year with like Jordy and and Medina, and Julian Felipe, and Felipe, Felipe and Italo, Julian, yeah. and I mean, you know, there's a list of. Do you play fans? Crazy surfing? guys. No. No. I don't, I don't play it. I don't. I don't play it. Um, I wish I, I. I like in a big way. Like I wish I was on tour right now because I feel like I. There's a lot of guys that weren't there. Now that like, when the waves get good. That you can destroy them. Yeah. So like, I love to hear that. Most dude. of, yeah. most of the look at this guy. Yeah. Most of the tiger. Yeah. Most of the hipster surfers. Now. Hey, I, I'm 44. I still see that too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe it. I believe it. I'm like seriously. I'll be at I'll be, <laughs> I'll be at J Bay this year watching on making fun of people. Uh, <laughs> um, uh. but um, no. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. We know Are you going to surf some contests this year? Oh, uh, there is a possibility of getting back into Belito this year. Um, is that Brazil? Uh, to South, South Africa. Africa. Oh, okay. And I don't know. If you win it, you could be back in the JBA event. Wow. <laughs> so, or top two or something. So yeah, um, that's pretty cool. So, what was your favorite? I mean, I would assume pipeline. You know, what's your what was your favorite? I mean, you did really well at. Jay Bay and some some other you know venues, but what was your favorite favorite surf, wave, surf favorite wave to surf like com- competitive wise like competitively was um, cloud break cloud break um, it was uh, there was a year just 
just like this bombing and yeah. perfect. Yeah, the year that actually I just pretty much stopped it was during um, they didn't have cloud break. And to Too heat, big. And to, no, they just didn't have it. It oh. was during some weird thing. Oh, sponsor. Yeah, or and then uh, Tahiti was three foot faces, so it was like that's pretty much what made me kind of like walk away from it. Yeah, way easier. Um, and uh, I'm just like, nah. I'm like, I've been surfing better ways in all these ways. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go somewhere else and do something different. And um, yeah, but that that was cloud break. I mean, cloud break is so sick. Uh, you know, sitting been... on the ledge right there when it's eight to ten feet and doing the thing. Um, it's almost like a little mini choke takeoff, but then it runs for a freaking three hundred yards. Yeah. I mean, the, the ledge <laughs> to yeah. To a couple oh, yeah. turns, and you got the racetrack on the inside. It is, I mean, Slater says that's, that's his that, favorite. That's wave. the wave. Yeah, that's you know? the wave. That's yeah. the wave. That, I mean, um, J Bay, you'll go probably as fast as you possibly the can on your board. You can go, yeah. yeah, it's like you're getting towed behind a boat. Yeah. That's how fast you're going. Yeah. Um, but, like, is it bother you that it's so offshore there sometimes? It's I like, love it. But you like hard offshores? Yeah. I, Freaking hate it. I really mean, hard. I mean, like, it depends yeah. on the kids. It depends hard. on the size, though. You guys get that up there? If it's yeah. six six Ooh. foot and bigger, bring on the offshore. If it's six, you know, if, if it's, it's under, you, you, it just... It's going to be hard to serve. I, the wave doesn't break it yeah. correctly when it's smaller as far as, you know, it, it has a little different shelf and the wave... Six to eight foot. That, yeah, that it's perfect. Amazing. Yeah. There's a perfect size for it, and six to eight foot offshore, count me in. And if you've ever <laughs> seen a sunrise there, you you know. Um, do Do you know my first session there? And I I don't I don't what even are we know. talking about J Bay. Okay. Jay's Bay. Jay's Bay. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, it was before it was a CT event. There was a two star QS, and I was so jet lagged. I'm up at three in the morning, just fucking twiddling my thumbs, just like. And I'm staying at Jevin LaRue's, who's like got, you know, their family, like they live there. there. Like they're, yeah, they, they're there. like they're there. They couldn't ask for a better spot. And I'm like, is it sunny yet? Sunny. I'm, I'm like just waiting. <coughs> I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to walk down. I'm trying to find out where to paddle out. And there's two little, you know, veins in the, in the reef. And I'm just sitting on the beach, like not knowing where to paddle out. <laughs> and I see some guys like way up and I'm like, okay, that's the spot, you know? I just get destroyed paddling out. <laughs> like dings on the board. I didn't even care. Dings on the board. You know, I get like toe scratches, a little chunk, and I'm paddling out. And then that, you know, sun comes up and it is straight in your eyeball as you're like going down the line. And I'm paddling out and somebody's on a wave who couldn't see me because they're staring straight at sun <laughs> and runs me over. Slater. Akalupo. Oh. <laughs> the other Chalk, the, the real, the real Aki, I mean, Chalky. And uh, he didn't see me. I mean, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like I got hurt, but it was like I got in his way and he, he, he you know, fumbled. Nobody told me how to get in. So I surfed for like two or three hours and nobody told me how to get in and I get like, pulverized over the reef on the way in and i had wounds that probably lasted a a good month really yeah (laughs) yeah like well 
toe, like we said, knuckle, that wave shin, under my suit, I'm way faster than yeah. on the other wave, and the the power back should be behind it. If you get dragged across the reef, yeah, yeah, because you're, you're gonna experience it. It was not all over. It wasn't small, and there's a lot of water moving. And then after that, I learned my lesson, and they told me the three spots Secret to come. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> and uh, after that first session, best wave ever. Mm-hmm. Certain, you know, certain sizes, but perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I love so this. Right. Perfect transition. Yeah. You could get so barrel, like pulling into barrels, like a hundred yards. You're like, there's no way I'm making this, but I'm just going to pump in the barrel and you're pumping the barrel. You're like, there's hope. There's hope. There's hope. There's hope. <laughs> I'm making it like it's crazy. Yeah, you're flying that. Flying. Thing. Have you done uh, Namibia? Never surfed there, um, but it'd be a pretty cool, challenging backside, um, I think. Thing. But we've surfed way similar to it, though. But holy <laughs> smokes! Photos. <laughs> Was it Ian Crane? Somebody got like a minute and a half barrel or something crazy. There's a lot of people. That I mean, pretty much everybody takes off on. The- <laughs> yeah, that, that one clip of uh, is it Koa Smith or Koa? Koa? Yeah, yeah. That, that thing was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, but there's so. Do you feel? Old age. I mean, you've done. I mean, everybody loves to go tropical, and and you you've kind of gone the opposite way, and maybe it's to please your sponsors who who makes the best you know full suits <laughs> ever <laughs> and good booties, but um. You know, most people are always looking to go tropical because, I mean, you feel loose, it's warm, it's just, you know, epic. But I can tell people, you know, Portugal, South Africa, which isn't that cold unless you're in Cape Town, you know, mm-hmm. in certain spots. There are so many probably undiscovered waves and I feel like that's your kind of drive, you know, one to find a super empty, gnarly slab, but... Empty 75 barrel. Find these, like, <laughs> that's where you em- find Timmy em- Ray. <laughs> empty waves that aren't on the map as a traditional, like, hey, there's a surf camp and a charter boat, and, you know, now there's, you know, a contest there, which yeah. everything gets exposed and ruined. Nowadays, it's like, it kind of, like, bums me out a little bit, like, with the charter business stuff, yeah. but, like... Um, but it's expected. It's a, Yeah, it's expected, but, like... And it also is, is a fun time when you go there with the right people. You're yeah. just having a good time. Yeah. But if you're like there actually doing your job to like to work for something, you're just like, oh shit, I'm involved with a charter business. Ooh, yeah. I'm not really into it. You know, like. Yeah. Um, but you, what what you do, the the the, that's a whole different realm of of. There's no way that people would charter to go to slabs and freaking. No, people are going to get hurt. And <laughs> yeah, insurance are going to get shut down real quick. Insurance? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but yeah, no, I just yeah, I just enjoy the fact that. Have you done Have you done any other weight pools besides uh, Slater's? Like you've gone to Waco. No, or, I wasn't or, able to go. Or some that of the stuff. other wave gardens in Europe. It'd or... be super fun to do that, like to do a wave. Uh, tour basically yeah because um i mean kelly's wave obviously impresses anyone it's over a minute long yeah crazy it's pretty crazy like even even the best guys like you'll see fanning and the most fit dudes like pulling out and like grabbing their back leg like they're just it's pretty um when you ride so i'm at home in huntington your normal wave is maybe about 15 to 20 seconds long maybe so like you add one minute and something like it's a whole lot of surfing 
and you're throwing sections at, at it like and this. then and then barrels as you're like creeping down and that's like doing like a third you know well i think the first barrel section is maybe 11 to 13 seconds that's you know a squat on one leg because you're putting all that weight on your back leg for 13 i mean you don't think about it, but you go do it, and you're probably tripping. How how you're fit right, you have you to be? You ride the wave for at least 500 yards if you don't fall. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's pretty crazy. It's a 500 yeah. yard long wave that you don't fall on. Yeah, yeah. That's a pretty interesting. Um, it's funny, like because when you're paddling in Huntington, you're like, I'm pretty far out there. Yeah, you're far out here, and then you're like, you ride a wave. It's pretty far if you get get a long one, but like. Most of the time, you're like, your waves are pretty short. And, yeah. um, and you, once you ride a wave that long, you're like, wow, okay. You just don't realize, like, what it does to you after. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are you so tired? You're like, I just, yeah. <laughs> I can't move. <laughs> well, how long is the pier? How long is the pier? How many yards, you think? Well, we're, what is it? I don't know. I mean, it's not 700 yards long. Well, from or the water, no. From from the street from the street where it starts to where it ends at Ruby's, how long is that? A good call. I don't know. Let's get our tape measure and, and I know. Go we, we'll, we'll Google it later. But Googleizer, Google, Googleizer later. We're so smart with Google. But just think about <laughs> like, right? Like when when you're talking about being on south side, north side, you surf a wave from the outside. You feel like you're far outside, but then you surf that wave, right? You surf it in. You probably only go like. 30 yards right right or or you go let's say 50 yards that way right well that's just 50 fucking yards yeah that's a a, you gotta see it you gotta experience it two five of what you do in a way you know yeah it's insane it's it's amazing ride yeah so we're at two hours and 24 minutes people wow all right well if hey. there's anyone listening now, so uh, yeah, if you, if, yeah, this is probably like a, a full week of some people's commute, or <laughs> yeah. it could just be my one way commute to certain places, or yeah. But this has been amazing. Yeah, Timmy. I mean, we want to fo- do a follow up. Yeah, we're, we'll do a follow up. There's so much more, and and I'm really cool shit to talk about. I love how your outlook on life and outlook on surfing and like travel and yeah. how you've done things. It's pretty yeah. cool. Um, we definitely want to, you know, pick this up and, and talk more about it. Um, you know, I, I we're not a big podcast. Not, oh. not a lot of people listen what? to us yet. Are you, let's are you to, crazy? Just, let's just go to Hooters and we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get some chicken nuggets yeah. and uh, we can follow this up anytime. But, um, Lennon's down. I really, I really like, I really, I'm really stoked on O'Neill for, yes. for giving you and embracing you and the opportunity you- of what you're, you know, you're doing and O'Neill's been, you know, how long have you been sponsored by O'Neill? 21 years. Dude! Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. That's huge. We love you, O'Neill. Yeah. Thank Keep sponsoring, Timmy. And you ride for who? Shacks? Um, I actually, the current moment, uh, I don't ride for any um, surf, surf shop. Okay. But, um, but you I, rode for Jacks for a long time. Yeah, right? I rode for Jacks. And um, I go into HSS because I have a bunch of buddies there too. And, Killer. Killer. And so I just, we mingle around through both shops because they both have their own 
unique things about them. And, yeah. um, and every now and then when I need to go and grab something super quick, I go to Frog House. Awesome. Um, See? You spread, the, you spread the love. And just, this is what we do on yeah. our show. We yeah, talk we, about... We love all those shops, and we want everybody listening to embrace their local shops and, and support, you know, the youth, the, the locals, the, the current the pros, community. the community. Like, yeah, everybody. It's I awesome. think uh, most of the... Uh, surfers around here kind of realize how the important that it is and yeah and um and people are a lot different too nowadays like there's a little bit less attitude inside surf shops oh yeah and um uh they're actually listening to what people need so it's yeah. not just your your standard um you know shape of whatever or like you know yeah. colors and stuff and that's what's cool about nowadays like everything's so different in their own ways and yeah, um, it's just fun to see all the different crafts and humans in the water. Actually, it's kind of cool. Yeah, this, I mean, most of these shops have been around thirty plus years. So, I mean, they've they're they're doing something right. You know, mm -hmm. they're they, they're listening to the consumer. They're listening to the local customers. They're supplying and demanding like the product that you know they're they're wanting. We love TK, and we love you know we love HSS, and we love all of the shops because that's how we make a living. We were just down over there at um, at um, on Tuesdays, Locals Day. Yeah, it's so cool. Like you can go down there and go buy like stuff for 30, 40, 70 percent off on. Yeah, you show your stuff. local. You show your. ID. Wetsuits, yeah. clothes. Like there's a lot of stuff for pretty damn good prices. Um, to set you up for your uh, winter or summer or anything you need to do. Yeah. Tuesday is Locals Day. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm happy to be a part of this uh, podcast uh, with you guys. And, um, yeah. And uh, hey, we've by, the way, by the way, people, there's about, I don't know, maybe. A 12 pack on the table. Maybe. At least. At least. I can't, I'm not good at numbers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but um, Timmy Reyes. Timmy oh Reyes. Gosh. He's a legend, and he rips, and he's an HB loke, and please follow him on Insta. Not that he needs it. He's got a, a lot. But yeah. He, or send nudes. <laughs> send nudes. <laughs> DM. Uh, but, yeah, we really appreciate you, and I think the, the, the listeners are going to be, like, just stoked on getting some insight on your career. I learned so much you. today yeah. about... I've got a new. I've I already respected you because I was lurking on your Instagram and lurking on YouTube, watching you, you know, progress, and you, not progress, but watching you surf massive waves. And now that I hear your perspective on it, it's pretty eye opening and refreshing to, um, yeah, to be able to get to know you more. And we need to do this again yeah. for sure. Let's yeah. chuck another person inside there when we're done, um, uh, or uh, get me in there with like Simpo or yes, um, one of the other boys around here. We'll um, yeah talk yeah. some major shit. No, um, <laughs> you know we, you know what we'll do is we're gonna interview, yeah, everybody individually, and then we'd love to get maybe you and Micah on and get some. Oh my media, gosh, get some youth, maybe even Simpo. Like I said, we'll get we'll get a boys, HB gathering. 
Maybe bring in. Should we do like a Air Newport Gossary versus like Clinton gathering? Like a big, Where would you like, sit table? <laughs> Where would yeah. you sit on that one? Just Newport a big table. Side? Yeah. Um, I could just sit in like trailer trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but um, uh, no. This is this is like a really cool um experience, and I'm just super stoked um to be here with you guys. Cool. Dude. Timmy, amazing uh conversation. Yes. We love amazing what you're human. doing. We love you. For sure. Love keep, you guys. Keep yeah. doing what you're doing. We'll yeah. see you on, I will see you on Southside. Oh, Woo. I'm at Tower 2, Northside, unless Southside Bar's working, but I'll be I don't discriminate. I'll be over tomorrow. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Peace. I'll be in Oakland tomorrow. Peace. <laughs> you guys want a photo? From British Columbia. Yeah. <laughs> My contribution. <laughs>